Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Hi. 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 I want me some glory hope. Dude. You ain't Moss. I'm the boss. Pocahontas. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, um, uh, uh. How about those pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here, a gray, drizzly day in Greenville, North Carolina. We got a lot of news and notes to get to on today's program regarding ecu athletics and we'll hit those momentarily on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 9 30 also online pr927fm.com and watch the show on facebook live and youtube chime in with what is on your mind on this tuesday afternoon coming up at four o'clock Molly will join us. We'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports and especially here locally around these parts. Bryce Williams joins us in the five o'clock hour. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors, talk NFL playoffs and more with Bryce Williams coming up at five o'clock. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Jonathan Ellerby to my left. Hello, Ellerby. Clipper, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Just all right? Yeah. You got a cowboy hangover? Uh, no, not, no. We, we've got, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of news, and it's not all positive news. You, you seem very anxious. A lot of anxiety. It's, well, it's, I, I, you know what I need? I need to, uh, I got to update my list. My list of pirates that were on the football team in 2022 that will mm-hmm. not be on the team in 2023. Because uh, we have another name, and uh, a pretty big name that is entering the transfer portal and that is east carolina cornerback malik fleming is that what hurt you i mean i wouldn't say hurt but it doesn't help no because he has one year of eligibility left do you think he might maybe be following his coach that just left i mean we could just ask the coach yeah do you, do you want to do that? Well, what I do know is that he's a shark. He's a shark, and he's always moving forward. He's never moving backwards. Now, I did tell him, I said, I'm going to Louisville. You can be a cardinal. Because you can never see a cardinal and a blue jay in the same birdcage. But he is a shark. So he can go over wherever he wants. He smells Jaquan blood. McMillan. Jaquan McMillan. Malik Fleming. Malik Fleming uh, entering the transfer portal. So another pirate gone and uh again the the list continues we had uh at the end of the week what was it friday uh taji hudson rick debrew and manny hickman yes entering the portal so the uh the portal continues to fill up with pirates and players across the country yeah are you going to go to media day next year and just ask say look at in De- december or january are, are you going to be in the portal or are you you going to be here in the spring so we start asking players just straight up is yeah. that what you're saying? Just say, uh, do you take this scholarship till death do you part? To be your awfully <laughs> wedded scholarship? Yes. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. I don't care if your coaches leave or what. Just don't leave me. I mean, at this point, I just plan on everybody leaving. And if they stay, it's like a bonus. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, look, Mason Garcia's still here. <laughs> let's let's talk about who's here. All right. We do have some folks that uh, are sticking around. I will say this. The news from ECU and the portal lately has been more exiting than entering. Yeah. There was, there was a few days where we had two or three players coming in. Yeah. So th- that was, you know, which is always interesting but uh it's just just the nature of the beast right now some chapel hill dbs coming in and but the thing that hurts about this one is not only because malik fleming is such a you know huge part of this defense especially in the secondary but you know when especially on friday i got to that point where okay this might be it like we might be in the clear for the rest of the off season and then boom uh it's tuesday and then you find out you're losing your top cornerback that was supposed to be coming back so when do you get kind of comfortable I guess you have to look back. You don't because, I mean, even after spring ball, when you start to see where you are on that depth chart and this, you know, this guy might have outplayed me, so I'm going to go somewhere else. There's probably a dead period, like you said. There's a dead period between now and then spring ball. And then spring ball comes around, and and just like you just said. Well, I would think the dead period is going to come when every university is back in session because these kids have to be in school somewhere i mean like maybe malik fleming is transferring to somewhere that has not started classes back yet which could be possible in certain areas because in in the north or maybe they i don't know how, i don't know when it, but once i mean they have to enroll and then they probably want to do spring ball the other thing after spring ball too is where do you fall in the depth chart and then what happens if such and such university has as injuries and then they're like whoo let's go in the portal and find a shovel ready you know cornerback or running back or wide receiver because clip is not going to be ready by the time he's going to miss the first month of september you know of football season so there's there's it's ever it's never going to end it's always i think i do think there's got to be some sort of stop when school starts because everybody has to be at school alex says we get comfortable when the plane takes off to ann arbor that's when we know who's on the team. <laughs> and that is true. Even in the midst of fall camp, like yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. Um, a, a quick look at the numbers on Hoist the Colors, according to uh, the 24-7 and you know, keeping up with who's in the portal and who East Carolina uh, gets out of the portal. I have that number. The scoreboard right now, the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, is 13-8. to 13 Pirates entering 8 coming out from other schools to east carolina so we got a negative five we're at a minus five point differential at the moment so when when, when, do we expect that number to get back to even or what are you forecasting you know the guy that comes on the uh nbc sunday night and does all the forecasting of the playoffs at the time one you know 20 percent here blah 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 and then Maybe, maybe that's what we. I'm expecting our yeah our incoming number to go up. Okay. As far as if it evens out, I mean, just, no clue. Just like you know, people leaving the program here at ECU don't get comfortable with us being comfortable with what we have now. Like I'm sure these coaches are continuing to get some people in. So like you said, the incoming numbers probably could get to even with 13. You got to be so. comfortable to being uncomfortable, Ellery. Yeah, I think what I think what would make you more comfortable is if everybody had name tags at media day. Spring ball just to just be easier. It's a lot of new faces for you. A lot of new faces, and uh, and still, you know, some guys returning as well. It's great to catch up with one of the outgoing pirates yesterday, as Alex says on uh, Facebook. He enjoyed the chat with Noah Henderson. What an interesting guy he is. Born in Iceland, Ellerby, one of the first uh, Icelandic 
people I've ever met. <laughs> what, 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 how, did you? I've, I've missed some of it. Did you ask him what you call if you're from Iceland? I did not. An Icelander? An Icelander. I don't know. But uh, he is uh, hopefully going to be playing at the next level. Had a good showing down at the Hula Bowl, as did Holt Naylor. Speaking of Holt Naylor's, some other news. He'll be playing in another uh, All-Star game. Yeah, the NFLPA Bowl on January the 28th. Alex so did. does that officially make him part of the uh, NFL Players Association? Makes him part of that bowl game <laughs> on January the 28th at the Rose Bowl. Maybe he, think, like, maybe he thinks if you go to that, you're automatically in the NFL. Or, or maybe you just stay out there and sign with the Rams or Chargers. Yeah, just never come back. Ne- yeah, absolutely. Maybe, may- maybe. I mean, you mentioned how many other people are really hitting Iceland right now for football players. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe during these portal crisis times, we got to expand the horizons. Do, can sharks go up to Iceland? Can you? They can't survive there. <laughs> I thought sharks could could survive anywhere. No, not in, not in Iceland. Not not in Iceland. Okay. No. No. I gotta go. I gotta go to Louisville. I, I can't stick around here much longer. Linville, I'm a shark. Linville Joseph came from the Caribbean, like the Bahamas, or where was Linville from? He was he was somewhere down in a Caribbean island first before he. Well, they like that warm water. I know. So maybe, I mean, he he wasn't a defensive back, but he was, you know. Well, fake coach Steve Ellis. What he doesn't know is some sharks, uh, some species of sharks like cold water. Uh, they have adapted to life in polar regions in the deep sea, where temperatures can reach anywhere between 0.7 degrees celsius to four degrees celsius frighteningly frighteningly cold mm. so there you go coach uh by the way lrb uh Linville joseph came from the virgin islands virgin islands there we go i knew he was somewhere somewhere really cool chandler lived there for a long time his life some say he still is <laughs> <laughs> redbeard says you can transfer at halftime so you can never be comfortable i don't know if that is a reference to a pirate walking out of leaving the bowl game leaving the birmingham bowl doing the antonio brown <laughs> just call, calling it a career at at the half you know what good half boys i'm out at I'm the out. half the pirates up eight and down a defensive back we'll be back <laughs> right after this uh college football athletics in 2023 that is the way it is i think it's cool and back to holt nailers though I, I think it's really cool he got another opportunity to showcase his talents after having such a great hula bowl uh, maybe it just increases his exposure, more uh, more players, uh, more scouts for him to uh, get in front of. He's going to have that surgery one of these days. I was going to say, yeah, where is he at with that now? Because he was supposed to have that right after the hula bowl and start recovering and getting ready for pro day and stuff like that. And now he's got to wait till at least the end of the month. Maybe he um, should just, while he's in Los Angeles, just ask if there is a, an actual hula bowl in Hawaii since he's going to be a lot closer. You know, played the Hula Bowl in Orlando, the NFL PA Bowl in Los Angeles. So. We need to get that thing, uh, yeah, out of Orlando and back in Hawaii. So our guys, Warren Saba and Noah Henderson and the whole Naylor's can enjoy a trip to Hawaii. Absolutely. Instead of going down to Florida. 100%. Uh, so that is January 28th. It'll be on the NFL Network, uh, the NFL PA Bowl. So I guess that does push back any surgery Holt Naylor's was planning on having this postseason and there there's a window i know he wants to be able to to do some things uh at pro day here at ecu sure which is like what april march i don't know yeah so 
got to uh, got to get that done as well. All right, there are, are some other news and notes. Uh, new football coach. Uh, we have a guy named Jules on the staff. It's a cool name. Yes, Jules Montaner. Uh, he was at Temple as a cornerbacks coach. He will be taking over for Steve Ellis. So uh, Chandler, you'll have to uh, talk to him at media day. Maybe he has a distinctive voice, and you can do a Jules impression. Yeah, maybe he uses another animal as a uh as like a motivation like steve ellis. I'm, we have giraffes I, i'm giraffe thinking, i'm thinking fake steve ellis should interview the his replacement how you gonna replace me how you gonna replace me <laughs> i don't see i had a, malik fleming i had jaquan mcmillan who are you gonna McMillan. have don't see a dorsal fin on you <laughs> <laughs> but how about the pirates going within the conference for the for the next uh two openings at assistant coach with coach mo coming from south florida and then coach you're really sticking with that name huh coach mo <laughs> you, you know you, you know people like are, are getting into car wrecks right now when you when you, when you coach, say so, coach mo's back you're just saying it so casually i know you know? really dropped it like we all call him that and that's how he's known like, al mogridge like we've mogridge. had this, like we've had this person on the air you know it's like all of a sudden no well, got him from south florida and then we got this guy from temple the but new then, offensive line coach who you call coach mo the and i will continue we, to call coach mo what if he says, don't call me Coach Mo? <laughs> well, then I, I won't call him Coach Mo. There you go. Mm-hmm. I will respect his wishes. So, two bad teams below ECU in the standings. We are at coaches from there. Not that, that means just, anything. I mean, just I'm just stating the facts. Yeah. We're fact tellers here. Yeah. And that's all we are. Uh, and as far as coach openings go, as of right now, we are full, correct? As far as we know? Yes. Yes. Two out, two in. Yeah. Which one out was special teams Coach coordinator Shane. still so, there? So we're back to even in the transfer portal for coaches. LRB, I've got that at two to two on the two Buccaneer two. Music Hall scoreboard. So we're just down five by players. Five players, even on coaches. I like it. All right, I like it. Other football news today: we have a new football series, a two-game series. It'll be with the Liberty Flames. Mm. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Uh, 2024 will be the first game in that series. 2029 will be the return date. So it'll be, uh, let's see, East Carolina and Liberty in 2024. And that game will be in Lynchburg, Virginia. Correct. In 2024 at home in 2029. I guess East Carolina had a BYU game scheduled in 2024 I, I think what happened is east carolina had three home games again in 2024 and i think they rescheduled the byu game so they would not have that same scenario where you have i mean which would have been seven home games but it's as we saw if they schedule them all in september it makes it kind of a little brutal for the fans but uh so i think they moved that one to 2025 you got it pulled up right here is that correct and yeah so 2024 now has norfolk state appalachian state at home at old dominion at liberty as far as the non-conference schedule 2025 right now has byu at home and road contest against marshall and nc state so we got an opening in 2025 uh, correct. And 2024, I mean... Which two, looks like it'll probably be an FCS opponent. 2024, um, two very travelable road games to just go up to, you know, Norfolk to Old Dominion and Lynchburg to, to Liberty. I've heard... I mean, Liberty's facilities, I've heard, are incredible. So And they got uh, a good program. Yeah, I mean, they, Hugh Freeze just left there and went to uh, Auburn, and the coastal coach just went there. 
yeah chadwell who apparently him and houston have a like a rivalry from back of their previous oh really so that'll be good we can ask uh, mike houston about that and he won't tell us anything how about those freaking pirates we're gonna beat those freaking flames how about those freaking pirates we're having a freaking game and liberty's getting ready to join a conference here too because they've been they're in the they're they've been an independent but what uh, they're getting ready? Are they going Sunbelt? Sunbelt or, or CUSA or where are they? I think it's Sunbelt. Uh, Liberty. They're in Conference USA uh, currently. They were in Conference USA this year. They weren't independent. Um, I believe so. It might have been their first I thought, year. Thought they were in a transition. They're moving period. to Conference USA this year. Okay. There you go. All right. So, um, what do you think about Liberty, Ellery, on the football field? like a scheduling you, you you like the idea of a short trip you sound it seemed like i don't i mean we're already playing old dominion if you're playing old dominion why not play liberty well if you're already playing one why play the other you've already got the local virginia so your strat your 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 offer really i mean obviously choice one through four to me would be state carolina duke and wake mm-hmm. to play those four in a in a home and home series and then after that then I think you have to go to like Old Dominion and Liberty. Well, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Sure. I, I, obviously, we would like a bigger name opponent. Right. Kind of okay. Taking that out of it, then you start to go. I guess regional. Right? I think the bigger question, if you're an ECU fan, is do you like one and duns and get a paycheck and play like at Michigan, at Florida, yeah, at Texas, or so, let's just say that is an example. Or would you rather have a home game against Norfolk State or, you know, Gardner-Webb? You know, is, is that what, – what is your strategy of, of scheduling? Do you, do you prefer the Pirates moving forward, going with if, – if you're getting a one and done, do you want a home game with the FCS? Or do you, would you rather it be a road game and a paycheck with a national recognized program? Yeah, and with that schedule that I mentioned in um – 2024 not the most attractive non-conference schedule we've ever seen certainly if you've already got norfolk state old dominion app state would you like to then go for an at florida in that case or do you do you add a liberty i mean there's a chance now in 2024 everybody's going to be excited about the new college football playoff right so it's like if you win all four of those games right, you're and, you, a, and you win eight of your conference or win uh, go six and two in the conference you got a and, shot and win the conference championship game i mean are you better off moving forward not playing as what's appeared to be tough non-conference games to get a better record get a higher ranking and obviously winning conference games is going to be your ticket and mm-hmm. winning the conference championship game is going to be your ticket but it doesn't really help if you go 8-0 in the conference and go 0-4 non-conference because you're never going to crack the top 25 yeah and then so i mean it's it's just i mean it's just a lot of lot of moving parts and i still think east carolina still i mean we've had great back-to-back winning seasons but i mean let's prove that east carolina can go 4-0 against those opponents coming up in 2024 you know, I, I don't know. I mean, do you with 100% confidence, do you feel no g- great about, like, I mean... It's, Especially I, with all the roster turnover. I, yeah, I mean, I just still don't feel like we sit here and been like, well, 
we got to turn our nose down at you know or up at, at these schools i mean other with the exception of maybe the fcs school you feel confident at this point that we're beyond losing to fcs teams i mean last time we played app state it didn't go well correct no old dominion took care of them uh played them close last time we went there so we should be able to knock off old dominion but again we we don't we don't know who's gonna be on the field in 2024 next we don't know who's gonna be on the field next year ne- take out gardner webb but next year's three other non-conference games at michigan at appalachian and marshall at home i mean those are that that's a tough schedule yeah i mean marshall's coming off a year where they won a bowl game they beat notre dame in south bend um i mean don't have to tell you about michigan's resume and then of course you just said app and we're going to boone i mean it's i mean i just i mean look let's proof's gonna be in the pudding Justin adds, I guess in that 2024 year, he says at Charlotte uh, in conference. So three drivable road games. Be the first time that's been the case Man, in a we, long time. We might need to buy an RV, Clark. <laughs> uh, looking at what Tulane did, because if the the expanded format was the you know in play this year, Tulane would have been there in the playoff, right? So they went to, uh, 12 and two overall, but in the regular season. They beat UMass, who is one of the worst teams in FBS. They beat FCS school Alcorn State. Their big non-conference win was at Kansas State, but also they lost a non-conference game to Southern Miss. So they got a a good, a really good, high-quality non-conference win and then a not-so-great non-conference loss. Uh, Then, of course, they go into conference play, uh, beat Houston, ECU, South Florida, Memphis, and Tulsa, uh smu cincinnati was the big one but uh they had one conference loss at home to ucf so if you're kind of looking for a blueprint on how to possibly get there you're gonna have to to obviously do well in conference play but take care of business in your non-conference as well they didn't fully do that with they lost to southern miss but were able to to beat some really quality teams now we're not gonna have the quality of opponents in conference play that tulane had but you would think if you go 10 and 2, is that enough, Ellerby? Well, the, the other thing I think you have to figure out, like getting by and being in the conversation would be 3 and 1 non conference and 6 and 2 in the conference, which would make you 9 and 3. Now, if you do that, I think that's, I think that's like the, the floor of where like you possibly can be. The problem is, is if you do that, or even if you're 10 and 2, and then you got an 11-1 or 12-0 Boise team out west yeah. sitting there. Then they, one of those Sun Belts. Yeah, because yeah, there's no guarantee all conference teams get into this college football playoffs. That's still probably the best of the group of five. I mean, probably, oh yeah, you're, probably, it's only gonna be one. One from the group of five. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna have to you know be in the conference championship game and win the conference championship. So you're gonna have to go seven and one, you know, eight and zero or six and two maybe depending. But then the the, the wild card is is if Boise or someone else ever catches fire out west again you know the other conferences the the mac and the um in the mountain west and conference usa is in sunbelt they haven't you know if they if app goes 12 and 0 you know then they they put some heat and uh, they knock off a big boy in a non-conference game or something you know that's just where the, the the variance does but you know maybe two get in in a scenario like that if two if two non you know power five schools are 11 and 1 or right there together in two different I don't six. think so. You don't think? No, 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 no. So it, let's run a scenario that an American school goes 12 and 1, wins the American. And then a Mac school 
or a Mountain West school has like the year of their life and is undefeated and has, they have like a Mac school is knocked off like Purdue or Indiana. Like they have, you know, some, some quality in beating a, a, a power five team. Or in Boise State, you know, they, they knock off some. You don't think that two, it, and it all depends on what the other 10 do because really, you know, you got to realize the SEC is going to have what, six of the other, other slots. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you would have, like, if there's an upset in one of the championship games or something, like this year, uh, who beat TCU in the championship? Kansas was State. K State. So, like, you go ahead and slide them in probably. So, like, okay, it, we start doing what we do on, um, ncaa selection show tournament day where you start saying all right these are your at larges right now these teams are going to win their tournaments and then when those tournament those uh teams get upset those top teams and you have to add another spot like that's kind of you start i don't know teams start jockeying for position but like this year looking at the the rankings because you had i think a couple teams the utsa finished uh finishing the top 25 i believe they did who by the way they'll be joining our uh mm-hmm. our conference correct but um looking at i think troy maybe as well uh let's see fresno state finished in the top 25 troy was number 19 uh tulane was all the way up to number nine but like 12 and 2 troy isn't going to sniff it because you've got no, I, I think I think if I think an American school can have one. It just comes down if an American school is twelve and one, and you have an undefeated school somewhere else. I, but that's you, not named Boise because I think an undefeated. You know, it just depends on what Boise plays. That is game. the new American that attractive to where it it's like head and the, shoulders above the others? Though? I think the new American is still the best group of five conference. Nah. prove me wrong. All right. I can't right now. Relax. No. Prove it. Uh, chill out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had Mike on Facebook talking about who do you schedule, regional opponent, uh, or do you go you, you can go FCS, or do you get that payday, go on the road against the big boy? He said, if the athletic department is still in a hole financially, then road game plus paycheck makes the most sense uh, until they aren't. I hate to say it like this, but I just – I don't understand the finances of college athletics because three years ago during COVID, everybody was broke. People were taking pay cuts. I thought people were going to close the doors. People were not taking bonuses, yada, yada, yada. We need to cut sports. Two two years later, drunken spending, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like waking up with the worst hangover of your life, swearing off you're not going to drink again, and then you're at the bar at five o'clock. I mean, it, it does not make any sense. And so I don't. Like I, I, I hear what he's saying. Like, go get a paycheck. Go do. But like, at this point, are they going to until they shut the doors on some university and in some athletic department? I just think they all they, they all have enough money just to just to do whatever. It's so, all monopoly money. I, it, it doesn't seem. Like. It, it see. It doesn't seem real. It seems yeah. like uh, everyone's you know playing in crypto or something. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what's really going on. I guess. I guess paychecks are being cashed around the country. But I mean, it's just. It's just really amazing to me that, uh, you know, and, and now every college athletic department or university, they need more money and they need it privately for NIL. So, I mean, it's, there's more people with their hand out and they need to stack, you know, cash money in their hands. So yeah. it's just, it's LRB just, during those, the, the COVID years, and we we're talking about what sports going to look like on the other side of this. And you're like, hey, maybe we finally have some common sense come out of this. 
and play more regional and everything you know you, you don't but no you're right it just went right back to the way it was it, it went like further yes than it was before as far as spending and money and uh, jim harbaugh took i mean i'd like to see how much of a pay cut he took a few years ago and now he is he has dabbled his name out enough about nfl circles and michigan is gonna go get a brinks truck and back it up to his house and dump a lot of cash and money and, and pay him more than he ever took in a cut to, to i mean it's like it's like nothing 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 you know nothing lost we're all, we're all good yeah. we're whole again all right, we've got more news to get to. We'll get to that on the other side uh, regarding ECU basketball. Um, Ellerby, you conducted a, an interview earlier today, and we'll uh, we, we got a big and I hate doing this. I'll be honest, I don't like doing this. You don't like being a tease? No. Well, I have to tell you folks that we have a big announcement coming up Thursday, but I can't say anything about it. Th- Thursday at three o'clock, we're going to have a big announcement right here in this studio. But like, that's it. We can't say anything else. That, that, that's our announcement right now. I think people. Sorry, I think, folks. I think people will be very interested to stick with us between now and Thursday at three o'clock. Well, sure, just be here Thursday at three. But yeah, but stay the rest of today and tomorrow <laughs> because Clip Brock's got a lot of great stuff planned. But Thursday, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna make an announcement. We have an and, announcement Thursday and uh, invite a guest on the program. And I, I think okay, I, now we're okay. So, so it's a regarding a guest, and I think it's going to be very interesting. And I think it's going to be uh, something that a lot of people are going to like and love. First time this person uh, has ever been on Pirate Radio. Yes. Okay. See now, now if we can start giving a little bit of we'll, 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 tidbits, we'll, we'll do more. But maybe we need sports detective in here to drop some hints. In the meantime, just just go yeah. with that and keep uh, fake Steve sharks away from me, and I won't have to be bitten and tell anymore. All right, well, stay in cold water. Apparently, sharks don't go in cold water. Yep. All right, we got some. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Ellie. Yeah, appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy the chat as always. Take a break. Come back. Uh, hear from Mike Schwartz. Bad news regarding ECU basketball. And Javon Small, they're going to be out with uh, for, with his services for a while. We'll find out how long and more when we return after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. East Carolina Liberty have a football series. Home and home, beginning 2024 at Liberty, 2029 at East Carolina. I mentioned that Chadwell, uh, the new coach there in uh, at Liberty, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina, and Mike Houston had uh, some sort of a rivalry, and uh, I guess Stephen Igo was tuned in and sent me a link as to some of that. Um, the Citadel and Charleston Southern rivalry turned uh, sour. 
charleston southern was coached by jamie chadwell the citadel mike houston um jamie chadwell i guess inherited a bad charleston southern program took over and started winning and included three straight wins over the citadel and in 2015 broke out a broom uh, on the sidelines i guess after the game or you know in the middle of the field he's holding a broom uh for a what he called a i guess a sweep uh he was sweeping at midfield the players were yelling sweep 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 and apparently uh coach houston he said so then they they split conferences and chadwell said after a, a victory that uh, there's probably not a chance that we're ever going to play them again as long as i'm here and uh maybe while coach mike houston is here uh but they i guess will meet on the field in 2024 that'd be good uh so chadwell and houston apparently don't like each other i don't know if we can get mike houston to to talk about this but we'll certainly try when they meet on the field in 2024 thank you i go for that sports illustrated article um all right we mentioned other football news there is some basketball news javon small did not play in the game against south florida on sunday he was sorely missed in the pirates loss and he will not play against temple on wednesday night and that is a huge blow to a now struggling east carolina basketball team who has lost four games in a row uh mike schwartz uh, talked about that and more earlier today chan man was out there let's uh hear some of that right now good day of practice yesterday in preparation as we move uh towards temple um after the loss versus south florida uh and looking forward to a good practice today getting prepared to head to philadelphia afterwards uh this afternoon kind of said Javon will be out a while. Can you just update us on his status? Officially? Yeah, he will, he will not be available uh, tomorrow at Temple, and we're still kind of trying to gather to get a timeline of exactly when, uh, you know, when he'll be healthy again. Just how, you know, difficult is that for you guys, one of your key players, and, and to learn to play without him going forward? Yeah, sure. It, of course, it's difficult. You know, he leads us in, in scoring, leads us in uh, assists. He's a high-usage guy for us in terms of balls in his hands, late clock, um, you know, what we do on offense. And he's a really good rebounder. I mean, still, he's a guy who's between four and five rebounds. He's one of the top 20 rebounders in this conference. And, and as a point guard, that's a lot. But probably what's even more challenging this, you, you don't just replace those statistics. Obviously, it doesn't work like that. But it changes the rotation, and it changes how you have to try and play. And that's probably the bigger challenge. You guys didn't see Damian last time, but he had a big game against Memphis. What do you see as far as the former Kinson star? Yeah, he's just a phenomenal scorer. I mean, he's a um, he's a very talented player. He's one of the very best uh, guards and, and scoring offensive players that there is in this league, and uh, just makes Temple even that much better than they were uh, when they were here, and they were really good when they were here too. You kind of touched on the defense the other day. With Javon being out, is it even more important to like really get into that and, and play defense, keep you guys in games? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I think it, and it, regardless of if you have everyone healthy or you don't, I mean, you know how I feel about defense and what I think and where we have to have it. And we had a really nice five-game stretch. Uh, defense didn't mean that we were able to win all those games, but we were playing really good on the defensive side uh, from a statistical standpoint and also doing what we wanted. And then versus Cincinnati in particular, and versus South Florida, our ability to defend the three-point line 
uh, was not very good. And it started from the beginning of the game, the Cincinnati game, and we know what they did. And then South Florida, mostly in the second half, you know, Tyler Harris got going. And we didn't defend the three-point line those two games. You know, you go back to that Memphis game, we lose, but it really wasn't our defense. It was our offense that allowed them to have high offensive numbers because we turned it over so much and it led directly to baskets. And there's no defense for that. Anytime they're turning you over in a trap or a turnover that leads to a layup, the numbers are going to be high. And that was the Memphis game. So I really didn't look at that as a poor defensive game. In fact, we played really well defensively in the first half and even the second half. We just couldn't. Ball security really hurt us. But we have not been very strong on defense uh, on the road at Cincinnati and the other day versus uh, South Florida. This is the first team you've seen twice in the season. Do you go back and look at the film in the first game and harp on that a lot, or do you just have to use this game kind of as an individual game? No, you, you uh, yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, you absolutely have to go back, and, I mean, we've studied that game film a ton, and you look at it. But, again, uh, as Brian alluded to, that, you know, Damian Dunn will be available this game, so they were without him. But you go back definitely, and you look at what they did that, uh, that hurt us. You look at anything that we were able to have success with, and you hope we can capitalize on that. And you look at that, but then – they're playing really good basketball. Remember, when they came in to play us, it was right after the break. They had not been playing their best basketball leading into the break. And Coach McKee did a great job. He shifted the lineup around, and they and they really found something. They're playing as good as anybody is in this league right now. So uh, going into our game, what they did in here and what they've done since, and obviously they're coming off of a very difficult loss the other day versus Memphis. Um, they're playing as good a basketball as anyone, and, and they've got done back. So you have to also look at what they've been doing uh, presently and more recently uh last year when these teams met in temple damian dunn hit a dagger three at the buzzer to beat the pirates the kinston product uh will be on the court facing east carolina tomorrow night he was not available in the first meeting between these two teams i said going into aac play that despite a not so great non-conference for tulane i think they were seven and four uh, going into conference play, I said, you know, Ron Hunter's guys are going to turn it on when league play begins. Sure enough, they're five and one. Uh, half came back at Houston for the conference lead. I did not say the same thing about Temple. Temple was six and seven going into conference play. Uh, they have turned it on when league play began. Good grief. If we hit some free throws, we beat Temple. And our record looks a little bit different uh, a few weeks ago, but Temple comes in here, wins that game. They're four and two in conference play, as Mike Schwartz just said. You heard him say they're playing just about as good as anybody in the league right now. So they have uh, played well in conference so far. Looking at the standings, Houston a perfect five and zero. Oh. Uh, Chandler, will Houston lose an American game this season? I don't. They've come close a few times. Um, I know. I think South Florida put up a good fight against them. Uh, they, they've they've been in some ball games, but they're a really talented team. I'm going to say, man, I want to say they they lose at least one. Well, if they, they lose there's gonna one, be, there's going to be an upset somewhere with Houston. If they lose one, it could be tonight. They are on the road at Tulane. Um, they have Temple at home. Then they are on the road at UCF, which would be the other kind of obvious loss. So I think they do lose one. I think it's going to be one of the next three uh, and could very well be tonight. Um, and of course, Corey Glore has a chance to 
uh, call two upsets in the same month with Tulane football knocking off uh, Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans, and then tonight potentially against the Houston Cougars. Tulane five and one in conference play. Houston five and zero. Temple and UCF, along with Cincinnati, are four and two. Memphis is three and two. Wichita State two and three. Pirates knocked off the Shockers, and we'll see them again soon. South Florida, SMU, ECU, all sitting at one win. And then Tulsa down there at the bottom, still looking for their conference uh, first conference win. Looking at what's going on uh, this week in the AAC. Of course, Pirates uh, will be in action Wednesday against Temple. Tonight, it is Houston at Tulane. That's an ESPN Plus game. I wish that game could be on uh, regular TV, but it will be a plus. Cincinnati at South Florida will be uh, Wednesday night, as will SMU and Tulsa, along with East Carolina and Temple. So that's what's going on this week in the American. Is there a Thursday game? There is. Wichita State at Memphis. Tonight in top 25 action, uh, Kansas at Kansas State, Tennessee at Mississippi State. Uh, let's see, Clemson trying to get to 8-0 in ACC play wow. when they take on Wake Forest coming up tonight at 9 o'clock at Lawrence Joel. So there's uh, some games going on tonight. Also, Texas at Iowa State. That is a uh, number 7 versus number 12 matchup. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get ready to wrap up our number one. The Mully Man going to join us. We actually got some golf news that we'll discuss with Mully. Some ECU baseball news and notes as well that we'll hit on uh, in hour number two. More to go in hour number one when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. The early mully gets the worm. Mike Mullis here hanging out with us in the Pirate Radio studios. Mully, how you doing on this gray day? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, we got some baseball, we got some golf, uh, some other things to talk about. We were discussing coming back into the break, all the players East Carolina uh, has lost from 2022 to 2023, and that includes graduation and grad transfers and other transfers and going pro and everything in between. And um, you had a number. I have a number. It's somewhere around 30 it's, it's a at big this number. point. Either, yeah, either <laughs> way. Upper 20s, 30, yeah um and i remember going into last season east carolina was up there as far as returning production and returning starts and all that stuff a lot of that had to do with holton nailers but but even cj keaton mitchell uh, a lot of guys on that defensive side of the ball with uh miles xavier smith guys like that so 
Uh, it is going to be the complete opposite this year heading into 2023. They are going to be uh, one of the teams with the least, emo- least amount of experience played starting all that, but more importantly, production-wise, because you're losing just about everything from the the passing game you're losing everything the rushing game you're losing quite a bit you've got what marlon gunn did and what rajay was able to do in five games returning in the receiving game you got shane calhoun some jalen johnson which that's good uh but a, a chunk of that leaving and you see where i'm going with this yeah a lot yeah, of production I mean, you, you, to make up. your defensive secondary uh yeah i mean it's it, it is it's an awful lot i would love to know uh how how that ranks like yeah nationally i was actually looking for most experienced team going into 2022 because i felt like east carolina was up there very high be. on that list and there will be lists that comes out heading into the next season but we've got to be i think we go from top 15 to maybe bottom 20 15 I, in in the nation it's just but then so hard again, to call. it's so hard to call everybody else i mean this is not an ecu thing no, this it's, is a it's not and, and this is this does seem like and maybe it's just because it's in you know our backyard but it does seem like a fairly extreme case i agree that they're just a lot of and kind of a perfect storm with with some of the guys graduating and and obviously guys that are uh seeking opportunities to play professionally uh a couple of which probably are a little bit of a surprise so um you know i just don't know if anybody gets old anymore i don't i don't know that you see that um you know anywhere and get it, old it, stay old is what coaches want to do and that yeah is... i mean try to plug in at least you know it you want to have these things happen to to address needs right like so you keep your core guys you protect your culture you you um you're not having to to reteach every year uh and, and honestly man what they're seeing is what you know the, all the juco coaches out there have dealt with forever uh you know where you're turning rosters over you know half your roster every year it was designed to be that way but though, that's right, right. it's yeah. a different deal and and you know but it's um you know and and with juco guys you're not going out there playing against grown men you know that yeah. are 22 23 years old so uh yeah it's man it's different i, I don't know you kind of wonder i guess the portal should close uh very soon i i, I think it closes at some point in january uh but it's like hey can we you know go ahead and get that thing closed and you know, let's move so on. at least you know what you got for uh, winter workouts and, yeah. and preparing for spring ball and all that because it'll open back up uh, and March, I think. And we'll see guys leave after spring and yep. things like that. So, Mike Mullis joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. More football talk uh, with Bryce Williams when it comes to East Carolina. We'll talk some NFL playoffs with Mully. We'll talk some ECU baseball uh, with Mully. Another ranking for the pirates today we'll discuss that and i believe we have some uh live tour tv news to get to as oh, well. oh really did they sign a contract i well, have not we seen will it. uh we'll discuss that so a lot to get to hour two of pirate radio live we'll take a time out come back and have more for you on the other side back with you after this to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. 
Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. Shop all of their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for uh, someone to service your vehicle, Greenville Auto World has a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Clip! Molly's leaving, like, throwing out cliffhangers here. Yeah, it's called a teaser. You might try it. Can we talk about it on the air? Negative. All right. Now I got to do this whole segment thinking about that. You're welcome. Speaking of other things we can't talk about on the air, we got a big announcement on Thursday. I mean, we could talk about it. It's a big announcement. What do you want to talk about? It's a big announcement. (laughs) Exactly. I hate that stuff. It's huge. It's monolithic. Uh, Josh, it is not involving the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. I saw you ask about that on Facebook. It is regarding a guest that we're going to have on the show and an announcement on top of that. There you go. So Well done. Thursday, yeah, Thursday 3 o'clock. Stay tuned for that. Also, later this week, we will talk to Burley, Alec Burleson, who will be speaking at the upcoming ECU baseball banquet and got to see him in the bigs and uh the life of a big leaguer he's uh you know what he's doing now molly he's taking classes yeah I, so that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the deal glamorous uh not so glamorous right now but hopefully one day no, for him will be right. uh but awesome to see him with the cardinals all speaking of the cardinals one of the oddest uh, coach firings in all the sports the last few years mike schilt with the cardinals took him to the playoffs pretty much every year mm-hmm. and got the axe um, but he uh, was on the Brian Bailey show yesterday. Be speaking at the uh, hot stove banquet. So, do you know why uh, there's a tie there? Give me the tie. Uh, Schilt coached at West Charlotte High School. Did everybody coach there? I mean, only the good ones. Man, yeah. After uh, he was after me, but yeah, he's. I mean, you know, not that much older than I am. But Living in Kinston now. Yep, yep. yep. And is part of the Padres organization. I did not know that. Yeah, so doing something with it. Still in baseball. Yeah. Wants to manage again. And and who wouldn't give that guy a chance to manage again? Seems like he did everything right. Yeah, it was, I guess, one of those disagreements with higher-ups. difference in philosophy. Yeah, yeah. philosophy. And, it, you know, and he's his path to the big leagues was not necessarily normal, you know, and, and, and he's... Um, he made the most of his opportunity, and you got to think he'll get another chance. Well, they taught Bailey asked him about it. You know how unique is it? I'd love to see the numbers on this, Molly. A guy that never played professional baseball managing professional yeah. baseball, and I don't even think that. I mean, it wasn't that many years ago he was at West Charlotte High School. I mean, he wasn't even you know tolling in the minor leagues or coaching uh, you know college baseball. He was uh, he was you know he was at a at a high school that's not even a, uh, a premier program in the state. You made it a premier program in the state when you played, oh, right? No, we, I mean, we, yeah, we were okay. Okay. All right, Mully, uh, where to begin? While we're talking baseball, uh, East Carolina uh, received more uh, recognition in the preseason polls. There is a million uh, of these polls, and this is the first one I'm bringing up because it is D1 baseball. Looked at, I would say, amongst people that follow baseball as the – Maybe the most legitimate post. I mean, yeah. those guys do a really good job. They do a great covering job. it. 
Uh, but East Carolina preseason 11th in the d1 baseball poll this means nothing but it's good to see your name out there and uh for ecu they for the baseball team they are filling in holes uh left by some big shoes of bryson whirl and zach agnos cj mayhew uh guys like that from last year's team Ryder giles no longer at short or on the mound so cliff godwin goes through this every year has to keep on recruiting studs but do have some names coming back jacob jenkins coward uh lane hoover on the offensive side uh, amac yeah. uh, moylan and then on the pitching side sailor and um carter spivey yep. uh, got so i mean you'll see a lot of familiar names a lot of newcomers as well well you've had a chance to see them this offseason they're about to get cranked back up with practices scrimmages things like that but um i don't know i guess initial thoughts on the 2023 Look, i mean I, I think we talked about it before i really like the offense behind the plate uh both the guys swung the bat good uh in in the in the games that i saw in the fall um you know they, they, they've got to obviously fill a hole up the middle that that was a big concern yeah. that was left and um you know that i'm sure they feel pretty decent about starling at second and just, just yeah and you're good at the other spots yeah. just that shortstop yeah, that short it's a big one that's yeah. a big one but uh um you know i i they'll work it out they'll coach them up and and you know obviously we've seen uh that uh, cliff's not afraid to play situational baseball and i think uh, you can fully expect that you you know you you may see guys play in that spot uh late in the, late in the game based off of a need for offense or need for defense and um you know they'll they'll just manage their way through it Mike Mullis joining us. Looking forward to uh, talking more ECU baseball as we get closer to the upcoming 2023 season. Once again, Alec Burleson going to join us later on this week on Pirate Radio Live. Mully, uh, we haven't even mentioned this. Um, the Bucks. What Bucks? I mean, that was pitiful. You know, the other thing I thought you would mention fairly quickly was uh, my calls for last week's games. Remember, I said I'll go ninety percent on this. <laughs> okay, well, I don't remember yeah, the games you picked. They, they, the, all but the Bucks. So you picked the Bucks? No, I, yeah, I picked the Bucks. Uh, I did, thought as bad as Dallas looked. I don't think you picked the Giants, did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Okay, okay, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. All right, NFL guy. I mean, you know. Well, let's pick them this week. All right. <laughs> give me the give me the winners if you want me to. Um, I like all the home teams. I already looked at it. What a square. Well, I mean, it just is what it is. Who's, uh, what road team has the best shot? Buffalo. But I, you know, I. You mean Cincinnati? Uh, Cincinnati. Um, I, 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 you know, Josh Allen didn't play great. Neither did Joe Burrow. Neither did Joe Burrow. They both got kind of wake up calls. Right. And now they play each other. Right. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I like the, I mean, I, I like the lineup. I, I hate that washington wasn't invited to the nfc east invitational going on this weekend with giants versus eagles right. and cowboys um, that, you know the biggest question mark of the whole deal to me is the eagles because it just feels fragile but they have been really good but i you know who knows and i don't understand this giants thing i just don't think they're that good but clearly they're they found a way <laughs> daniel jones has made me eat a lot of words I mean, and crow and everything in between saquon barkley was the real deal well he is and I, I thought about this this weekend as a washington fan i hate it as a football fan i'm glad to see it's fun to see the best healthy and playing well mm-hmm. and saquon barkley like makes the league better because yeah, he, he is an elite player and, and the reality is we don't have a ton of elite running backs 
True. Like there's a lot of uh, running back by committee kind of deals. Yeah, and, you're right. You know, guys that are just okay. Obviously, you know, if you like to watch the running game, uh, last night's game was not one to watch on the Tampa side. That was uh, that was pretty incredible. No, and I was thinking about that this weekend. So Travis Etienne went over 100 yards. Um, I don't know. Like McCaffrey receiving and rushing yeah. went over 100. Right. Barkley receiving and rushing went over 100. But you're right. Like Joe Mixon with Cincinnati, he has he throws up a lot of 28 yard games. Yep. And then uh, Ezekiel Elliott way past his prime. Tony Pollard is a a talented running back. But like I mean, there was no running going on last night between nope. any of those teams. Buffalo doesn't really care to run the ball that much. So we are. You're right. Kansas City's not going to run it that much. Um, Philly does, but they do it by committee. And their most dangerous guy is the quarterback yeah, running the ball. Right. So. It is a new era. That it is a new era. It, it, I mean, it everything. How many times we'll say that? It's just you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just a different deal. Offense, offense. You know, I mean, it's um, it, it's interesting. Sorry to go national radio here, but is Tom Brady going to retire? I, I mean, I mean, who knows? I yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah, probably. But he's going to come out of retire. I get, but you know, and it's kind of funny. Don't you retire like before Giselle leaves you? Like, as opposed to come back for this hot mess that he played in this past year, or, or go ahead and make a move. Like, if you wanted to go to L.A., I, you know, I do think there was obviously the, the whole speculation of him going to San Fran, but uh, they're, they're pretty good. That yeah. quarterback room is not a problem there. And, I mean, they've, San Fran's got three quarterbacks that everybody in the country or everybody in the league would like to have. Uh, so, I, I you know, L.A., I'm, I mean, uh, Las Vegas or L.A. I mean, I don't know. Does it? And, it, you know, and people kill me. That, oh, he's going to go back to New England. He's not going to New England to play in the cold nah. and play for Belichick. It's nah. not going to happen. Um, talk about numbers being deceiving. Tom Brady last night, 351 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Right. That tells none of the story. No. He threw the ball 66 times yeah, it was, last night. It was it was incredible. And and there were, I don't know what, 10 of those that were just awful yeah like fading away throwing it five feet in front of the receiver well, then, and, then, and then of course they go well the receiver ran the wrong route i mean you know it was just i, I don't know i i'm kind of like okay tom it's been really cool and it was it's kind of winding down for me about you know four years ago now it's like all right tom you know <laughs> hey but the, the, but the sad part is if he comes back he's still one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the game yeah at, that's at 46 true. years old yeah uh, Dak with a big bounce back, three oh five, four touchdowns for him, and uh, he got the, got it rolling. Surely, last night. surely, Cowboys fans are not convincing themselves that oh, we're, this is we're Super Bowl bound. They're, I mean, the manic tendencies they have. I mean, I don't, I don't see him getting by San Fran. Well, I don't either, but they have the talent to beat anybody, especially uh, when they play game. bad teams. That of course, they lost to you to the Commanders the week before, so it's smoked. Mean, the line is a little more narrow than I was thinking. Three. Three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so they did suck on it all week. They had to suck on that all week, according to Jerry Jones, mm. after losing the Commanders. Uh, looking at the lines for this week, Kansas City, eight and a half against the Jaguars. You think the Jags can stick around? No. Okay. Uh, Giants, Eagles, seven and a half, Philly. Eagles. Minus the points. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a good one mm. buffalo minus five it's a weird number uh against the Bengals. i like the Bengals there do you keep it close i like a close game i think it's gonna be a close game 
keep it tight. We've had some good games uh, other than last night and then the first one, the the ones in the middle, all going down to the wire there. Can, so. we, can we talk about, just briefly, about the comedy that was the extra point yeah we got to that was brett mar i've never seen anything like that that was insane after the third one i mean even peyton manning got up on the manning cast did you watch it last night i watched the manning cast and he he even said on live television he was like can you cut a player at halftime little did we know that he would do it for a fourth straight time miss the extra point it was hilarious the cowboys are celebrating and by the last one (laughs) they're almost like celebrating the win like great game and this guy's just out there missing them (laughs) And he is like the most depressed man in the world, and everybody else around well, him is going crazy. The, the funny part about all that was every time they scored, obviously they're showing Jerry Jones in his box. He's, God, that is him disgusting. and his son are like hugging and kissing, and then they and then the extra point guy, the kicker misses the extra point, and then it's like a whole different like look on Jerry Jones. It, it, they did it every time. Well, and that's it's a real problem. Anytime it's a real problem in the playoffs. And I, I believe he's been very solid. Oh, he all said he year. had two sixty yarders to uh, what against Minnesota, maybe. I mean, I, would he bring a guy in just you know, okay, Mar? You're going to kick sixty, you know, fifty up, and then this guy's just going to kick the chippies. I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's hard to run him back out there. Four straight extra points missed. That's so 2022, crazy. he was. 50 of 53 on extra points, 29 of 32 from field goals. 29 of 32 field goals is a great number yeah. in the NFL. So, uh, but now you got that, uh, call it the yips, call it whatever you want. Well, it's so deep in his head right now. Yeah, you got to get him to a psychologist today. Oh, right? He's sacrificing Start. a live chicken or something <laughs> right now. I mean, he, yeah, it is, it's ugly for him. Pedro right Serrano yeah. in the, uh, the clubhouse. Uh, that was incredible. The uh, Manning cast was awesome. I tell you what, Dion. I love the Dion chat, and they went long. He with was him. coach mode last night. Yeah, like the X's and O's, they were breaking down, and I didn't understand half of it with my my fan brain. But and he like, was asking them questions. Usually, it's them asking some of these other guys, especially like coaches. No, I kind of felt like he was taking advantage of the situation. Like he was in learning. Like right. Hey, what do you what do you see here? What do you? Yeah, it was, Did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. he's awesome. I, I, has I anybody got any more pub than that cat? I mean, he is not. everywhere. Yeah. He still does a uh, barstool NFL show every Sunday. How does he have time? He for does us? it remotely, but he he does it. Wow! And he's out there. And the bad part is Colorado's got to suit it up and play some well, games. You know, I, this is and not going to man. This is not going to hurt uh, <laughs> who they put on the sideline. Nah, yeah. I mean, he's doing uh, he's doing his part there. Nick Saban back on TV. Did we talk? We talked about yeah, that last week. Yeah. So uh, these coaches are finding themselves out there. I mean, in public figures, you know. Uh, They also had Dan Campbell. That was not as smooth as the Dion interview. Yeah, but that's Dan Campbell. I like Dan. Like, what did you? Like, if anybody had spotty internet, you would assume it'd be Dan Campbell. Yeah, what would you expect? (laughs) He's got this thing held together with duct tape and chewing gum, and, you know, he's probably got a butt heavy sitting off to the side. I mean, that's just, (laughs) you know, that's old Dan. He was. Kind of did right beside him. He was on the roof wiring up the internet before they went on. Yeah, he's the only person in the world who's got rabbit ears for his internet. (laughs) And then they showed, uh, they had Teddy Bruschi on later in the game. Did you see the video of his son? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that, but his mic was so hot when they first got him on. It was like blaring through my TV. So let me see if I can find this because I'm sure it's out there. But his, uh, 
he was an assistant coach with his kids football team i guess it was high school they might have been younger but they got to run through like coaches holding bags one day at practice and, and kind of hit on the coaches and stuff so it's uh brewski and two coaches lined up and then about you know three feet in front of them another group of three coaches lined up the player i guess is supposed to run through the middle brewski's kid just goes straight for teddy and blast him puts his on him puts him on his tail and everybody goes crazy and brewski was like and they were like you got to be a little bit proud of him he was like yeah sure sure i was yeah. but he lit him up it was awesome i gotta find that video yeah so there you go okay all right that's from last night did i describe that well you did great did i paint the picture i mean even the way you turned and yeah it was great uh let's take a break shirley can you stick around one more segment sure <laughs> love hey you. the clock's gone yeah it's been gone it's nice. been gone good it's I, supposed to be getting fixed bryce williams always brings that up too and i'm sure he will today when he comes at five o'clock troy's been fixing that since uh early december that is troy he would fix that clock as opposed to go spend 1999 and just get another one no he's fixing it man yeah he's got his little uh tools out <laughs> yeah no, I, how you doing in there troy <laughs> he's in there right now getting it done him and pinocchio <laughs> giuseppe's back there uh fixing the clock the master craftsman that he is and troy is a real boy yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's high school athlete. Well, take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip Rock. Hey, thanks, Shirley. Chandler Honeycutt here. Mike Mullis hanging out one more segment. We got a big announcement coming up on uh, Thursday. Redbeard says, is the mystery guest Mark Lindsay? And he will have a new show called In Terms of starting soon. In Terms of with Mark Lindsay. I was talking to Igo. Match up against this particular ball club as you come into this week. I, you know, that's a, a pretty, that could play, you know, uh, at the higher level for sure. For sure. Uh, what do you turkeys got cooked up for Thanksgiving here? <laughs> I was talking to Igo last week. We, we're going to have Mark back on the show just to get an update talk some sports get a life update but i like the idea of in terms of in terms of with with mark Lindsay Lindsay. for sure on pirate (laughs) beginning the name of the the name of the show is in terms of with mark Lindsay for sure so Redbeard, i can tell you no that is not uh the big guest and big announcement coming up later this week i like your um your idea of doing like a detective Uh, just dropping some clues yeah Mm, you better be careful yeah that's all i can tell you look they told me to talk about this stuff yeah no it's a it's a cool deal but i i would uh i would i mean mm -hmm. got a big Mm -hmm. got a big announcement there's a big announcement Um, thursday at three okay so i'll go ahead and spill it 
that right. way that way if anybody takes the heat it'll be me there will be another edition of Name That Sound on Thursday. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is that the announcement? That yeah. the, that's the that, announcement. That, that'll keep them rushing to the doors there. <laughs> Did you listen well, to it, Molly? I, I, I tried. You tried? I tried. Why? I, the, How I, you, I, would, I would love to hear your critique of, of the game show well, that I created. Even at one point, Shirley, you were like, all right, let's just, instead of like going back and forth, let's just whoever comes in first. And I was like, thank you, Shirley. And the fact that neither one of these guys were getting layups. I'm like, what <laughs> What are we doing, guys? I, I regard both of you as reasonably intelligent young men, some younger than others, both reasonably intelligent. And it was, especially Clip, you, you led with the banner before it started like you built you like hey i'm a pop culture kind of yeah guy you know and i chandler really doesn't have a chance but so i thought uh oh that would be a mountain dew can opening oh i'm sorry i thought we were playing right now <laughs> uh, but uh this guy no it was uh yeah i thought it was gonna be more like tv themes and stuff when but it, it was it was things i should have got that i didn't get i mean netflix with the the netflix Net- when you guys missed the netflix yeah. one well, i'm like man yeah and it's because it was right there and we knew i i even said like once you say it it's gonna like tear us apart oh and i heard you and when she said netflix it was uh <sighs> man no surely the, 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 the game the game i i i get the the these two guys <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been boring if we just named them immediately. Yeah, and moved I on. think it made it even better. Than I think. Oh, it okay. Well, don't I don't worry about Shirley. And people were playing at home. So. Yeah. Well, I, Shirley, a lot of other people liked it. So no, yeah. I said if I liked it. Did I not say I liked it? Yeah. He said he liked the game. He just he thought it. He, but he uh, thought, he, that, he thought you two guys, not, y'all, he, y'all underachieved greatly. He yeah. thought that the contestants were subpar. Chad wants to see Molly play. Um, okay. <laughs> Chad also said. The hater Molly is back. I missed him. Yeah, well, here I am. <laughs> All right, tell me about this live golf thing. I have not heard about this. Is this the Fox deal? <laughs> no, sir. Wow, where are they going? Live Playboy TV. <laughs> um, so let me let me get the exact wording here. Uh, live golf on the verge of announcing TV deal with blank. The TV agreement would fill a major objective for Live Golf. Um, as blank is in 220 U.S. markets, many of which have local news operation website and nightly newscast. Molly, what network am I speaking of? Fox would be comes right to mind. The CW. Wow, that yeah. is super soft play by Liv. <laughs> the CW. I mean, that doesn't even. I think that's on your TV and at like 106.5 or something like, or you know, like that's okay and one of the local news runs on that as well yeah right? like the super like there's they're on their second news broadcast right now like they start showing the news at four o'clock or something so the cw that, that's like reruns of andy griffith and stuff i mean that that's yeah I, okay hey it is it's a, it's a landing spot yeah it does seem uh pretty odd it says they uh multiple sources have told sports illustrated cw network uh which is most no, more known for syndicated programming yeah. like you said has no other sports properties, will agree to a multi-year agreement to broadcast live golf events and related programming. So you're I home the, for the live. I wonder if the difference there is they were going to buy time on Fox and CW probably courted them. And maybe, you know, I mean, why not get in the sports game, right? And if, it just seems like everybody's got yeah. multiple platforms to, to show sports. So Netflix had 
I think they had a big F1 type documentary season thing that people enjoyed. Now they have a tennis one that's out available. Match point, yeah, and coming up in February, they're going to have the the PGA Tour where they uh, talk to golfers and well, not talk to golfers, but filmed their behind the scenes season last year, right. which people are excited about. So even things like that, like Netflix, not in the live sporting game, but well, starting to see I mean, more Amazon. Stuff yeah you know Amazon's prime's got order. live events yeah. uh is apple it, tv is, does the major league baseball is it anybody else but the feed on prime is terrible like i i, I it, it's super glitchy and i don't think it's my internet speed i i thought mine went pretty smooth did you okay. i don't know well, i had dan campbell on the roof fixing mine though. did you yeah. yeah he got it he got it going well, he's the man so uh yeah live uh that, that's one way to to get me at least talking about if i pass it on tv or something because it's like out of sight out of mind otherwise for me yeah i i follow harold kind of sort of but that's about it i don't know yeah i i and, and you know what it's not even like even with harold it's not super intriguing like it used to be all right where did harold finish oh he finished uh, you know eighth well how much money did he make because all that plays into you know your your next stop your status on the on the pga tour now it's like oh where the hell f- oh you finished eighth okay you know it's kind of all right oh right right and right. then the next comment is man well at least he got paid and that's uh, but there because the climb was fun to follow when can he get into these majors yeah. when can he qualify for the masters and now there isn't any of that no well and so we're, we're i think we're three events deep this going into the third this weekend on pga tour I can tell you collectively, I maybe have watched nine holes. Well, is that? I mean, it's this time of year. There's football, basketball. Yeah, but typically that Hawaiian tournament, the open to the tournament champions, that man, that's a lot of fun because you always have winners playing. So it's you know, but now you, I mean, you don't have you're missing half the field. You know, half the field that makes it interesting. So I mean, it's it just nothing to. Um, nothing to get real excited about uh mike mullis joining us uh anything else on the docket molly no nothing i can think of the uh let's see the uh, down east pitcher catcher count ryan meadows yeah. will join us thursday 28 you involved uh, i am I'll, I'll, whatever coach meadows needs me to do uh, i guess coach meadows has uh, taken his talents to uh lenore community college at least in a in a some some you know what, what i don't know how he gets done all he gets done but you know he took uh some some time to uh, go over there and help those guys and i'll be a be a good addition with coach smith in the crowd with the uh with the lancers breaking news boy chandler honeycutt told me about that i had not heard of that no. so uh, we'll talk to ryan about that on thursday i asked rv uh ronald vincent when he was here for the brian bailey show yesterday if he would be involved uh in that and he said he's gonna have to miss it this year because and now i can't remember is it ryan gordon yeah rhino is going to be inducted into unc greensboro, UNC greensboro. and i he uh told coach rv that he struck me out a few times back in the day yeah playing in like a greenville winterville sure. all-star deal sure you didn't handle him i did not did not did, you were on a long list did not get a bat on it he so uh, yeah that yeah it'll be weird not having uh having rv there and i, I guess the uh i know you mentioned uh Schilte earlier i guess the uh the hot stove is this coming thursday too as well maybe i think that's right but um always a fun time let me get that exact date and find out when that is so uh yeah mike schilt will be speaking this year 
uh, the former Cardinals manager. Um, yeah, it's that time of year. Start to get uh, baseball rolling, Mully, along with your NFL playoffs, college hoops. Big uh, uh, bad news for ECU basketball with Javon Small being out. It's yep. going to be a tough tough sled it was tough sledding before and uh even tougher now yeah it doesn't get any easier and that's um you know i isn't it weird how team you know teams start out and and things you know you get really excited that's the beauty of sports you get fired up and you feel like things are trending in the right direction and then you know one injury or one mishap or whatever and it's like well you know here we go again here we go again yep so uh but hopefully um you know it it, hopefully they can get it turned around and you know kind of figured out it's uh, again this you know it's it's just not going to get any easier. That it won't. All right, Molly. Thanks for hanging out today yeah, with us. Uh, by the way, talking about West Charlotte, Newton says he graduated from West Charlotte in 1986. Go Lions. Yeah, he's a little before me. Uh, he said Steve Wilkes, class of 87. So, uh, yeah, we, we yeah, talk cool. a lot of West Charlotte sports when Molly comes in. Well, or at least about the legends. Well, and if it wasn't relevant, we would. I mean, it's not like we're bringing up Harry High School stuff. We're talking about Steve Wilkes, who's. You know, a, a head coach in NFL, at least for right now, we're talking about a guy who's a big league manager. Where are we at on that, Chandler? I, mean, I asked Tony Friday, is Steve Wilkes going to get a fair shot to get the job? And he he said no. It's weird to me. It He's seems getting like, an interview. It seems like they've interviewed everybody but, like, the you know, us. I mean, it seems like they, they have interviewed tons of, of people, or at least names and, keep coming up. Well, Sean Payton said that he was interviewing for the job this week. Yeah, and he Thursday. has interviewed everywhere. Yeah, it'll be Thursday, I believe, that Sean Payton... I mean, that's the latest news right now is that earlier this week it was that Sean Payton... uh, We got permission to interview Sean Payton. He will be interviewed later this week. And then there's also interviews being conducted with, like, potential defensive coordinators, which is kind of getting people, you know, getting their mind working, like, all right, what does this mean? Where's the connection with this guy? Uh, Some of them are connections with Sean Payton. Some of them are connections with Steve Wilkes. So um, it's just still kind of in the air right now but we shall see i mean why would sean payton come to carolina he i mean he is the most coveted coach right now that's out there well you got to look at what jobs are available where where would he go where's a better landing spot for him would you want to go to denver with i mean russell i would think arizona would be a better spot i I mean none of them are wonderful I guess the thought is like you you're hungry to to build something. I don't know some coach. And I, don't, I think the problem there too is the ownership in Charlotte. I don't know that that's conducive to building something. If the Cowboys get throttled next week, which no, I can that, see that happen, like does right. Mike McCarthy get the axe, and then does that open up the biggest door of them all, the Dallas Cowboys? Should Sean Payton, should Sean Payton uh, go through some back channels and say, "Hey, uh, I'd love to coach Justin Herbert if you're if you happen to get rid of Brandon Staley." I mean. Uh, <laughs> and that's not a bad play for him. Yeah, I mean, but you, I mean, you're coming into really. I, at least you feel like you know what. If nothing else, if you're if you're if you're with the Cardinals, the weather's pretty good. I mean, you know. So I mean, there, there's a, you know that. But I've heard this point though. If you take that Panthers job, and you look around you, the bright. I mean, who's got the brightest future in the NFC South? The answer will be nobody. I was going to say, I don't even know how Not you answer that. <laughs> nobody. But you have as good a shot as anybody uh, right now yeah, in that division. That's Yeah. God, that's just such a bad division. It's terrible. They should not. Is that the kind of product y'all put out in the South? We don't do that in the NFC East, Chandler. 
Mm. That was disgusting. Well, you did it last year, but it, what a turnaround that that division had because yeah. it was one of the best, if not the best. Trivia question. On this day in 1999, this team upset the Vikings 30-27 to in overtime in the NFC Championship game. What NFC team went on to the Super Bowl after upsetting Randall Cunningham or Randy Moss and the Vikings after a Gary Anderson missed field goal? The Redskins. Hell no. It was the Dirty Birds, the Falcons. Oh. Kind of a random remember. Yeah, man. And then they got you know, they were good for like ten minutes. Jamal Anderson and they would do the dancing and well, uh, even going back to the you know Yeah, yeah, Jamal Anderson. Um that it was a very random Chris Chandler was their quarterback and uh they ended up getting wrecked by the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Molly, thanks for hanging out. Yep, enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Chandler, we'll see you next segment, surely as well. When we return on Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2 rolls on. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. And if you're following us on Twitter, uh, we just uh, put up on our social media. The American Athletic Conference has released their preseason coaches poll. East Carolina selected to be uh, first in uh, baseball. So, uh, of course, uh, D1, was it D1 Baseball that uh, released their preseason rankings earlier today? And uh, the Pirates are ranked 11th in the nation. So we'll see what Baseball America has to say at some point. Anyway, you can join the over 61,000 followers today. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. Join us. Join the cult of Pirate Radio. Yes, and if you're watching us on YouTube, click that subscribe button. Smash the like button while you're at it. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, and you can keep up to date. Let's while we're on the topic, let's get those numbers up yes. on uh, YouTube. We have 16 more watching than we do likes, so all you got to do is hit that like. And while you're there, hit a subscribe as well. As well, it'll it'll help us out. And the cult of pirate radio. We don't have meetings. We don't have any juice you got to drink or robes you got to wear or anything like that. We're not going to ask you to, to sacrifice anything. Write blood on the wall or anything. Nah, nothing nothing weird like that. All, you just become a part of the family. Family. That's all it is. Shirley, you enjoying those peanuts? Uh-huh. <laughs> courtesy, <I'm hungry>. of, <laughs> courtesy of Bo Bats. Thank you, Bo. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Bo, because this keeps my my, my late day cravings. We still bay. have uh, Cheez-Its in the back. They're gone. Oh, no, I ate those. They're oh, gone. man. <laughs> did, you, did you ever get any? Yeah, I had a few. Oh, uh, okay. Um, did you get any? Yes, I did. Okay. I might have I to, wasn't uh, the only one that ate them, so don't just, you know. I ain't saying, I ain't, I'm not like that. I share with the class. Look. We appreciate I'm that. hungry. I'm a, I, I'm a hungry. I, look, I'm a big girl. I'm hungry. If I leave food in the uh, kitchen, then 
you know it's it's fair game i would be upset if y'all eat my lunch or something but <laughs> even though some of the stuff you bring in here looks really good a little tasty yeah uh kenny curling said clip did you pick my cowboys last night i did kenny i did i can put my hatred aside for a smart pick and uh i did pick dallas last night punt fest early on and uh, that offense finally got going tampa's offense never got going last night ugly one uh i will pick against dallas this week when they take on my your 49ers i do think that's a that's gonna be a good game though is that hat in it uh is that hat i never ordered it oh you didn't I almost made a i was gonna say like it could be but i i still plan to it's a sweet hat i, lo- I like the niners classic logo I, I, I they're they're sucking me in man i've never had uh another uh, nfl team and i don't i mean i'm a washington fan but they make me so mad i mean we are ron rivera not starting carson wentz in a game against cleveland and then a washington upset over san francisco from an all nfc east final four think about that nfc east versus nfc east versus nfc east versus nfc east we're we're not that far from that happening this year um but i don't know you think the giants can hang with the eagles i've read the giants off all year I'm, when's I'm a, when's the true colors going to be shown i think they have been shown they're just a, they're they're a pretty good team i i think it would be tough for daniel jones to have as much uh leeway as he did in terms of running the football um i don't think he's going to have as much leeway with philadelphia i mean you've got a pretty staunch uh defensive line there i'm not they're not going to give him too much room to try to take off and scramble yeah the yeah we might we might revert back to the old daniel jones daniel jones let me look at the um his turnovers and i don't know if it's going to have fumbles readily available to me but what he's done this year is just erase the the big back-breaking mistakes and if you got a punt then punt but don't just give the ball away um let's see his career numbers so interceptions 12 as a rookie to 10 to 7 how about this year five picks for daniel jones that is a great number for a uh a quarterback um can i get some fumble numbers this year he had one two three fumbles lost which is way down from what he had uh his previous years and i will try to find those numbers but um so as here we go as a rookie so this year he had six fumbles i guess three lost he fumbled seven times last year 10 times in 2020 here's where the reputation began here's why i look at him the way i do when he was a rookie he had 19 fumbles Jeez. <laughs> like yeah he was constantly coughing up i the mean football. he was butterfingers. <laughs> you have to try to fumble that much to i mean so that's why he got the reputation that's why i look at him the way i do well he has certainly improved in that category pro football reference uh includes nicknames so it says daniel jones parentheses danny dimes or vanilla vic no way <laughs> no it does really yeah i'm reading it right now wow vanilla vic is a really cool nickname uh my roommate speaking of vanilla vic they uh my roommate uh came in the house the other day and he said 
was Daniel Jones like running the football really good today? Because I saw all over Twitter, like the caption would be Daniel Jones right now, and it's like a highlight video of Michael Vick running running around doing what he used to do. And I mean, he does for his frame. He is a very, I mean, he's got speed. He can move. And, speed. Uh, speed. God, can we get a Gus Johnson called playoff game, please? Um. We need to do some. I hate this. Al Michaels has kind of lost a step. He he sounded so bored the other night. Uh, I believe it was Dave Portnoy who put it on Twitter. He said, "This is the call." It was when Jacksonville came back uh, and won against the Chargers, and I mean Al Michaels' call was just kind of like it was a a field goal to cut the lead to the three you know he's still got the the classic voice and everything but he just seems uninterested yeah well, there's know. no enthusiasm mike Tarico is all in 100 percent. I, I mean he he killed it um i wish tony romo could do color on every game he's so good mm-hmm. i can't believe I'm here we a, go jim i can't believe i'm a romo fan uh, certainly wasn't on the field, but I am as an announcer. He's great. This could be the game right here, Jim. And I didn't listen to Buck and Eggman last night, nor did you. No. Uh, but I guess they're done. Uh, usually we hear, you know, we're used to hearing Joe Buck throughout the NFC Championship, sometimes in the Super Bowl, depending on the network. But um, I guess they're done for the year. Yeah, that was their finale. Unless last the night. Super Bowl is on ABC. Who's carrying the Super Bowl this year? I've never been. A, I wasn't a fan of Troy Aikman as a football player, but he is a very good color commentator. Um, I um, when was the last time the Super Bowl was on like an ESPN broadcast? I feel like it's been on like ABC, maybe. Uh, this year it's on Fox, and I gotta say, I'm not a huge Burkhart fan. That's who going. That's well. I, guess I like Greg Olson. Greg Olson will be calling it this year. Uh, let me see if I can answer your question though, Chandler. So last year. It was on NBC, so you had Michaels and Collinsworth. There are a lot of Collinsworth haters out there. I get that he's kind of annoying, but I am a Collinsworth fan. I've always been a fan of Collinsworth. It was CBS the year before that. Fox, I don't know. I got to see if I can find one here that was on ABC. It might have been a long time ago now. But anyway, so what's your uh, who's your favorite broadcast team going right now? Mm. by the way you can hear the super bowl right here on pirate radio oh i'd probably go nance and romo yeah so i mean i'm like you romo but the way he breaks things down um it's just it's unbelievable and the way he's i mean he's been known for it now ever basically ever since he started being in the booth He's it's very like calling plays. Like, oh, yeah. He does He'll that. sit there and say, "Oh yeah, watch this guy." Like they're going to run to the left here, Jim. But he's very honest too. Like um, you get a score here, you got a chance, and then the team turns it over, and he's like, "Well, that's it. That's all she wrote for the." Like he's he's pretty honest calling a game. Yeah. I'm still uh, stalling to try to find an ABC Super Bowl. <laughs> um, and I mean. Like, obviously, I grew up because, I mean, uh, a lot of Panthers games were on Fox, so I kind of grew up listening to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman because even if they weren't the broadcasters for the Panthers game, I usually tuned into the game afterwards 
for the game of the week, and it usually was them. So, and I know a lot of people do not like Joe Buck. Um, more, yeah, like, more I, like more than like the baseball world. I I'm kind of up and down with Joe Buck. So, uh, the last Super Bowl on ABC. Who was on the call? It had to have been like uh, the classic. Uh, uh, so it had been like the Monday Night Football crew. Uh, this was February fifth, two thousand six. Oh, Steelers beat the Seahawks. Mm, two thousand six Monday Night crew. It was Al Michaels and John Madden. John Madden. Yep. So that I guess that was uh, might have been Madden's last year. Michelle Tafoya and Susie Colbert. John Madden's last year was actually 2010. Really? Cardinals and Steelers. In the... Wait. Huh, okay. I'll Okay, I'll look that up real quick. Yeah, please, because I think, I think that's right. I think his last... I think he called a Super Bowl. Uh, it, it, of course, it wasn't... Um, Man, I can't remember. I, I want to say it was the 2000. Oh, wow. Cardinals, uh, yeah. Al Michaels, John Madden, Andrew Kramer, Alex Flanagan. Good call. Hey, sports guy. I, I know my John Madden. Sports guy is it's a back. What a uh, What a call there. Hey, boom. So there you go. Uh, Chad asking me, have I seen this Bojangles hard sweet tea? I've seen some stuff on social media about it. Yes, I have seen it. I don't know if they're a sponsor for this anymore. So. <laughs> why did chicken cross the road because it would give a whole new definition to that that one commercial with the chicken dancing oh god they used to show it at daddy ficklin stadium every year um and people loved it i had a troy d style dumb joke that I, i i said off the air i'll say it on the air let me see if i can remember it now um action stars of the 80s wanted to get together and make an action film about composers is that the word i'm looking for shirley what's that oh so that, again? that joke i told you composers uh, yes okay. yes composers so steven seagal said i'll be mozart and jean-claude van damme said i'll be beethoven and Arnold Schwarzenegger jumped in and said, I'll be Bach. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great joke. That is a great, great joke. Um, Jerry says, do you, have, do you have to make a lifetime commitment to Pirate Radio? Will I get criticized if I enter the portal and seek out another station? I'll tell you what, Jerry. Just join us now. Subscribe. Be a part of the family. If you choose to leave... We will respect that, but we will say that you're not a true Pirate Radio member. If you put out a social media post with a cool graphic saying, respect my decision, (laughs) and with that being said... With plenty of talks with my family. uh, So, I tell you what, just sign up now, Jerry, and we'll worry about that um, next year or when you leave. Frank Brown, good information, said the Super Bowl is coming to ESPN in two years. That's why they hired uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Good info there. He also said ABC lasted the Super Bowl when they had Monday Night Football in the mid-2000s. That is correct. We looked that up. Thank you, Frank, for that information. 
Um, oh, we got some questions. <laughs> uh, Mike says, what are your thoughts on NBA teams constantly changing the color of their courts and jerseys? Seems to be taking me a minute or so to figure out who's playing unless I look at the score bug. That is true. I I don't love it. I like it when they go retro. Like the Jazz went retro with their jerseys and their floor. Like that I don't mind, but like the random colors that some of these these teams are doing, like I it's like like he said, if you're not looking at the score bug, then you have no idea who's playing this is kind of like the nil transfer portal all that stuff i really don't i don't complain about it anymore because it's the reality it's the life we live in why complain it's not it's not changing it's not going back to the way it was for any time in the foreseeable future so there's no use in complaining about it i have to do the same thing with uniforms i like you know baseball white at home gray on the road well now teams just wear whatever color basketball white at home your you know solid color on the road we just don't we don't see that anymore football a lot of teams used to wear the um their dark jerseys at home washington for years wore white at home and the road team would wear a colored uniform but now i mean everything is it's whatever they're trying to sell uniforms they make alternate jerseys they make city edition they make throwbacks they make all kinds of stuff so the courts are weird i love when charlotte goes uh with the old honeycomb and the old court look Mm -hmm. it looks good but it's all a uh it's all a money grab yeah i'm more now these jerseys are sponsored too like they add the patches to the jersey with a sponsorship by the way i don't really care about that by the way hornets and linden tree are parting ways they will not be the official jersey sponsor for the hornets me and my roommate were talking about potential new sponsorships for the jerseys we were talking about maybe bojangles being a sponsor he came up and said Krispy cream being a sponsor for the hornets he said cheer wine something you know i thought that was a cool conversation we had that would be cool have that on the unis uh jansen says let's spark spark a debate joe buck is unbearably awful just terrible okay i mean i'm not gonna argue we gotta take a break we'll come back and discuss more announcing duos and more with bryce williams who will join us inside the pirate radio studios hour three pirate radio live we'll be back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation, Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir, Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. Shirley eating those peanuts made me want peanuts. So right. I went and got some peanuts. All right. I just then. went and grabbed a handful myself. What hey, a, uh, I mean, just a, a classic snack. Yeah. Well, 
takes that edge off of your hunger, you know? Yeah. Protein, right? But yeah. man, it makes me thirsty. Well, that's why you get drinks while you get the peanuts. Yeah. That's why I keep the refrigerator stocked. Thank you for that. Shirley, hit the bad news music bed. Remember this? Oh, that brings back memories. Mm, bad this, memories. This game's canceled. This person has COVID. Ugh. Um, I, I thought we were done with this. Oh, no. But apparently we're not. Oh, no. Tomorrow night's game, basketball game between Iowa and Northwestern, will not be played due to COVID-19 health and safety protocols. No way! Within the Northwestern program. According to John Rothstein. Are you sure that's not a tweet from like two years ago? Yeah, this was tweeted out earlier today, 11.32 a.m. Isn't it They're still like testing? They, yeah, that they don't. They only have six guys. Wow. That's it. That that are eligible to play. I did not know. Uh... <laughs> that it's a trap. I never knew that was in the Because well, we never went that far. <laughs> it's a remix. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> this is there. Uh, What's your favorite character from Star Wars? Mine was always Admiral. 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 <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. Um, Admiral Akbar. A lot the greatest of pe- line in the history of Star Wars. It's a trap. A lot of people tuned into the football game last night to see the Mandalorian trailer, which I saw is really good. I can't wait. I'm not a Star Wars nut. As I eat enough, <laughs> but name that sound. I, I did like the Mandalorian. I like that. I like the um. I, I've I've I'm a traditionalist. I love my Star Wars. I like that timeline. When they start splitting off, I sometimes have a little trouble with it because I'm like, you know, I'm I I loved the original Star Wars trilogy so much. Um, but I have to say, I love the Mandalorian. The Book of Boba Fett was good. I like that. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I think March 1st is when the new season comes out. So I'm pretty excited about it. Looking forward to that. Uh, let's welcome in our favorite guy in the galaxy. He is Bryce Williams. I saw the light. I Gray day in eastern North Carolina. Gray day. Did the sun ever sure. make its way out to, to peek out at us? I don't today? think it ever did. Yeah. Come out for a wink. I <laughs> uh, just saw this, Bryce. This is from Jeremy Markovich, a uh, journalist in North Carolina. Mm. Uh, looks like maybe the western part of the state. Uh, he says there was a police chase this morning in Boone. <laughs> Involving a John Deere tractor. <laughs> well, I saw this. I just saw this. World. Lasted for more than an hour. Topped out at 20 miles per hour. <laughs> well, Whoa, he's losing it. Fishtailing. What in the world? Now, is this your standard four-wheel John Deere tractor, or is it like one of those zero-turn mowers? Or oh, yeah, what this are we is like a... Tractor. Yeah. Oh, like a farm tractor. Yep. Oh, and he is scooting on oh, down the road. No, How did he almost lose it here, Bryce? What's on the back? He went to go do. Maybe he tried to outmaneuver him. <laughs> Going twenty. So there you go. I mean, the only way you outmaneuver a police officer in a tractor is if you jump a ditch. Yeah, you're gonna have to go off road. 
And I guess I mean those those wheels are made for off roading. I'd be real curious. <laughs> He's how still that going. Started. You have to fast forward the video to like see any kind of advance in the story yeah. <laughs> and like you fast that is forward the and slowest yeah. high speed chase you've ever try seen. to see what happens at this light i guess does he just does he run it or does he stop i think he goes right through the light mm, so now they got him for that they ain't getting him for speeding but <laughs> <laughs> they're getting him for running a red light and reckless driving that way so there you go be careful on do, your trackers. i would love to know the backstory behind that yeah we'll have to follow up we talk about these stories and we never follow no, up. No, we on don't. Them. I hope Jer- Jeremy Markovich does follow. You know, gets a little more deeper into this story. Yeah, we got a lot in. of curious people out there. <laughs> All right, Bryce, uh, did you watch any football this weekend? Um, I All seen, right, that's a note. I saw highlights. Yeah, I saw big. Uh, wait, when was the Jaguars? Chargers? That was Saturday night. So yeah, I saw that. Um, Gisey running wide open with nobody around him yeah, for a touchdown. Saw that, and then uh, the Bronco, um, Bucks, Cowboys. Saw Brady lose, and again, this is like who else played? This is complete sports talk radio time filler. But like, is can brady retire already like you know i was thinking about that i would think he would uh be done but now he's got a girlfriend a young new girlfriend he may play till he's 50 i mean again he set a personal i think completions record this year last night the bucks offense was awful like they they couldn't do anything Mm. he still had 351 passing yards he threw the ball 66 times jeez i mean that is insane wow and he had a chance to go out on top you don't think he wants to go out this way i'm kind of interested to see what the bugs look like next year and todd bowles that that was uh an awful year from them. they had a losing record yeah they made the playoffs because they're in a bad division so do they go a different direction with the head coach does tom brady want to try to find a better spot for him to win now you know i i don't know i suppose he heard uh, at the gym this morning that uh was it las vegas he may go well Derek carr is moving on from the raiders so yeah they where's have an, an opening there? where's Derek going good question i like it's funny i just asked i brought up Derek as in like a personal i said like, where's Derek going yeah y'all on a first name basis so yeah it felt like a <laughs> oh, oh dc yeah 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 where's dc i, I ain't talking to him in a while i need to text him <laughs> see where he's going you got connections you could probably I wonder how many people it would take you to text to get up with Derek Carr. Who's the most famous person in your phone, Bryce? Mm, I'd have to go through probably um, mm, had Martellus Bennett, um, <laughs> Coach. Uh, did I? I don't think I had. I never got Gronk's number. I'd have to go through it. Um, Marty think, B. Uh, did I have Jared's number? Oh yeah, I got Jared Goff's number. I don't know if it's his current number, but right. it's when I was in LA. Might have changed now. Um, so you got some digits. I got in there. John Walford's number. Um I got I probably got a few. So you have two quarterbacks that started uh at least two. Mm-hmm. You got Jimmy G's? Mm-hmm. He's probably got like three uh, three phones. He might have three phones. Um I have to go through and um I mean I got um Kamu, my buddy Kamu. I did. I don't know how you spell Kamu. What is Kamu? 
Kamu, he was a linebacker. Kamu Grugier Hill, who started linebacker. Uh, I was with him at the Patriots. Okay. DJ Foster. You got some names in there. I got some names in there. I'm not going to ask you to call any of them. Yeah, I don't know. They may not even work. I got uh, (laughs) a. I did. I do. You know, you used to have. I don't know if it's exact number. You know, um, Brian Daybell. Day Day the coach of the Giants. Yeah. Who was he? He was my position coach at the Titans. I mean, uh, Titans Patriots. I got his number. Brian Dayball. I was um, saying some mean things about him watching the game, Chandler. Yeah, I got him. I was calling ah. him a fat. <laughs> I was mad. I was speaking out of line. I got to give him credit, though. They are still playing, Bryce. It'll be the Giants and the Eagles this week. Yeah. Uh, as they remain alive. Jacksonville had that crazy comeback against L.A., so they play the Chiefs. The 49ers took care of the uh, Seahawks. They'll play the Cowboys coming up this weekend. And then good one between Burrow and Allen, Bengals and Bills coming up this weekend. Mm, so I think those are the matchups. I'm trying to decide who had favor on the Bengals and Bills. I don't really. Know. I mean, I met Josh Allen, did a workout with him, but my buddy Mike Hilton and the ECU uh, Smith, Deontay, yeah. Deontay. I'll probably have to go Bengals. Probably Bengals. You like to use like personal relationships mm-hmm. as to how you make your selections. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Which is why you always pick ECU in uh, football exactly. games. Uh, let's recap some of our top stories of the day. East Carolina has announced a home and home with Liberty. What's a home and home? Uh, we'll play one time there. They'll play one time here. 2024, we'll go there. It's Liberty. 2029, they'll come here. They're pretty good, aren't they? They are. They have a good program. Yeah. Uh, they just lost their coach, Hugh Freeze, mm. but they brought in uh, Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina, the team we just beat in the bowl game. Uh-huh. So he will uh, join that team and try to continue their winning ways. So uh, home and home there beginning in 2024. Your thoughts on that series? Mm, I mean... I guess I've never, I've never played Liberty. I know obviously they had a Nobody, lot. ECU's never played Liberty. Never played them. I mean, I know they had that, what, first-round quarterback. Oh, uh, Malik round? Willis, yeah. Yes, I mean, that, that's about really how I pay attention to him. Of course, I've always known who Liberty is. I mean, a, I'd like a cooler, right? you know, agreement or contract between two teams. But, um, you know, obviously it's an opportunity to play a different opponent and Hopefully, win back to back games because they're FBS now. Or yeah, yeah, yes, they're, they're uh, joining Conference USA. Um, so, I mean, I, I mean, personally, I'd like to see a little cooler home and home, but you know, it is kind of funny. We mentioned that now. So, twenty twenty four. If you'd have looked at this schedule twenty years ago, maybe fifteen years ago, you would have seen all FCS opponents: Norfolk State at Old Dominion, App State at Liberty. Mm. And now it's Norfolk State in the FCS, and the other three teams FBS. Huh. So oh, that's that. that's 2024. 2024. Yep. I um, got them. I next year. Oh. Yeah, Marshall will be here. App will be on the game. road. I ain't seen that one. I don't gotta go to that one. Price <laughs> <laughs> will be in Boone. Now 2024. Yeah, that one, Marshall. Oh, Marshall here. Marshall. At home. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were pointing at the other. One. Oh no. You got a big finger. Yeah. You were covering up <laughs> yeah. all the games. <laughs> Uh, um, 2024 is when the new playoff format begins, I believe, mm. where you'll have the highest-ranked group of five team that wins their conference championship in the playoffs. So everybody's got a chance. 
right so the question is like do you want to load it up with a you know like a, a money game at florida or what or would you rather play maybe four winnable games and you uh-huh. head into conference play four and oh and and not to say that's going to be their record uh-huh. But it does kind of maybe change your strategy now that you have a chance to right to be one of those teams at the end. Mm. I mm, I mean it's always cool playing a you know cool money game, but uh, then again, what matters is the record. Yeah. So you know, I mean, obviously respectable wins, but every win's good. But I like the uh, I like these teams on the future schedule. So twenty twenty five, NC State, Marshall on the road, BYU mm. here at home. We got BYU again. Yep, back uh, one more time. Uh, twenty twenty six, App State at Boise on the blue turf. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, and West by God, Virginia oh, back on the schedule. Big old twelve or. Uh, we played them since what the uh, White was. What was his name? White, the quarterback for I West Virginia. Want to say we played them since then. Pat White is who you're speaking. Yeah, of. yeah, Pat White. I was at the game. You know when they, we beat them. I'm pretty sure Lincoln and didn't Ruff play against West Virginia. I don't think did. Let me uh, let me check on that. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, the last meeting. Yikes. Oh, is this? We played against uh, Coach Mo. Played against. Oh, 2017. Yeah. Okay. We did, and we got. Mm-hmm, I watched. That was a very frustrating game because I remember we had the ball in the red zone like what, like three times, and turned it over. Or something. That was crazy. South Carolina that you're thinking. Oh, about. what thing? Because we, we got we got throttled. We got throttled. We got, West thro- we got throttled yeah. at West Virginia. I'm just, I guess I was trying to bring somewhat of a hope into that. I do remember no Trayvon hope. Brown it went. Uh, nope. Tra- Trayvon Brown had like a. 90 plus yard touchdown reception in that game mm. and that was just about the only positive come out of that game praise to you dang bryce 2027 i'm liking these at south carolina mm. wake forest at home love that game i'm right re- i wish we could play wake forest early i wish we could skip like yeah. pull from maybe byu and <clears throat> but uh, can we do that let's that just copy paste yeah put them on up there <laughs> say look this is what y'all have at odu as uh old dominion is oh, on the yeah. schedule from here till the end of time and Georgia State, we owe them one for kicking our tails a couple years ago. 2028, NC State, Boise State at home. That's an attractive ticket, season ticket. Yeah, oh, that'll be a big one. And at Wake Forest uh, in 2028. Jeez. 2029, Old Dominion Liberty. 2030, at Old Dominion. 2031, Old Dominion. Why are we so infatuated with Old Dominion? <laughs> I don't know. Who's poo? You know what? They need to give some people some say-so here. Like you. Power to the people. Power to the <laughs> Yeah. It's like a dictatorship here on the schedule. <laughs> they, democracy. they don't ask us anything. Jeez. Come on. Tell you what. Things are changing around here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they are. No, they it's a lot of old not. dominion. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of ODU. Bryce, since we last spoke, we have had five ECU players I, enter the transfer You know, portal. I kind of wanted to bring that up. I saw, you know, thanks to, uh, once again, Pirate Radio social media, Malik Fleming leaving. I was like, well, daggone, but he wasn't a starter and all that jazz. Yeah, he was like all conference. Why would you leave as all conference starter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to, well, I don't want to talk about rumors on the air, but just maybe right. not happy with recognition. I don't know. Hmm. Um, that's I mean, that's kind of a bummer, like that. Which my thing, I'm like, man, if I'm playing, I'm a all conference player. You've established yourself, like with the team. Now you got to start all over with one year left. Like, what if he doesn't even? 
play. I know. You know, I mean, I, I guess know. that's a risk he's willing to take, but mm, I don't know. That's a tough one there. Yeah, and uh, other names, uh, Emmanuel Hickman, who played a lot on the mm. D-line, uh, transferred out. Rick DeBrew, who landed in a, a doghouse of sorts, it looks like, because he played a lot and then didn't play a lot this mm. year. Uh, Taji Hudson, who came in as yeah. a quarterback, moved to receiver, never got on the field got on the field in the bowl game and was thinking okay maybe it's a little glimpse of the future but he uh is hoping for greener pasture somewhere else um and there was malik fleming today who else am i missing was there one more chandler i gotta update my list so i can keep up with all this oh my guy andre pagese (laughs) my uh spring darling from like four years ago who never played Played oh, special trans- teams. Oh, he's transferred. A receiver, yeah. Oh, I got you. Uh, uh, several of these guys have their degrees and are just kind of moving on, you know. But yeah. I guess, um, well, I think I lost my train of thought. What was I doing? What was I about to say? Well, we were talking about transfers. We were talking transfers, about Transfers. Uh, no, something about portal. And, oh, with the whole, like, do they take the risk entering the portal or do you think they already have something lined up? That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. Like, obviously, when I was transferring to um, – ECU, I mean, how well it was a guarantee that I was going to be like on the team. So who did you but talk I still to had about to, that? As far as um, I think it was Coach Cadet. So you're at Marshall. I'm at Marshall talking and, to Sean, and I would talk to him weekly during that. You know, the whole game of highlight film. Showed it to Coach Cadet. Coach Cadet saw it, moved it on, through thing, and. It was like this weekly, hey, Sean, what do I need to do? This, that, and the other. And, um, you know, then so then I did my whole transfer papers at Marshall. But I still had to take, like, a summer class for something because something didn't transfer from Marshall. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't pass that summer class, I would have been screwed. You couldn't so, go back to Marshall, and you right. couldn't go to ECU. So, I mean, it was, it's kind of, I mean, it was definitely a risk because I was yeah. like, I don't do anything, everything I could just to, pay, you know, to pass the classes I need and do what I could. You know, the football was already settled, but yeah. I had to get in there academically-wise. So, some one of these guys through the transfer portals is already, like... I think it might be different for different people, Brian. I don't know how legal it is. Because they got to they qualify to get into school, which right. if you're an athlete, you know, fortunately... It, I think a lot of these guys probably enter without a net under the tightrope. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. And right. then there's others who are being recruited legally illegally i don't know right like, come over here we got a spot for you i think on coach 30 he always mentions the air app is that a real thing oh <laughs> yeah, yeah he always mentions the air app I'm like is this real <laughs> and jones john what who's the who's the white guy it's always he always called? uh <laughs> for those that don't know who we're talking about it's a coach guy on 30. twitter is that his name, Coach Thirty? His, that's his Instagram. I know him as Coach Thirty. I guess he got Twitter. Yeah, what's his daggum names? He always uses. Um, because he, <laughs> I can't, I can't that. think of any of them. He is really funny. And oh, they're hilarious. It kind of, I mean, it, it gets old like anything because it's. But he's he's uh, he's got some great writers. He's done. I know. Does he come up with it? I don't know. He does a dang good job. Uh, Davis is one he uses a lot. Davis, yeah. <laughs> Connor, Connor's the white guy. Uh, and then you got Connor over here. He always thought if a quarterback does interceptions, yeah, it's Connor. It's Connor. I mean, Davis. He's uh, 
kind of hitting they're good yeah whoever wants to get a chuckle and like sports on twitter at mr go 30 and uh puts together these pretty fun these videos that you uh he yeah going over highlights <laughs> it's pretty funny bryce actually i, I think you might have turned me on to i it, turned bryce. you on to how it. about that bryce turning me on to a social sport. media phenomenon yeah <laughs> regarding sports i know upset of the century there. Ain't kidding. all right let's take a break we'll come back more to go pirate radio live with bryce williams I am curious about one topic, if we can. Absolutely. Noticing Holt Naylor's going into the NFL PA, but I guess we can do that on the, beat, on the All right. way back. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, we will go Pirate Radio Outdoors and make you a winner. All that when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. And they're open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or you can go online and visit Quality Equipment to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Tuesday. Bryce Williams hanging out at the Pirate We're Radio here. Studios. We are um, here. Bryce, you mentioned Holt Nailers coming yeah. off a Hula Bowl MVP over the weekend. Yeah. Is going to showcase his ability in another All-Star wow. game. He'll be playing in the NFL PA Bowl in Los Angeles on the 28th. Yeah. That's exciting. That's, this, this man's played a lot of football since he was, uh, I guess, even out of high school. And now he's playing two all-star games. So, I mean, which is nice. I mean, I guess that can show some longevity and uh, durability to, um, you know, scouts and all that stuff. And then, you know, NFL PA in L.A. So, he gets, I mean, he's experiencing all sorts of things. Um, you know, even past college, which is exciting. It's a, definitely an exciting um, process. But uh, so I'll have to tune in to uh, NFL Network. NFL Network um, on the 28th, I'm assuming, of this month. I tell you, he must be soaking up these playbooks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So Noah Henderson was in the Hula Bowl. I asked him about that yesterday, which maybe it's not that tough for a, a, a tackle. But mm. I was like, you know, you, you go there and you're doing drills and stuff, but y'all have to play a game, too. You have to know the calls and right. stuff. Is that difficult? He's like, no, nah, it's just. You kind of learn the words. It's kind of the same stuff over and uh, over again. You just learn the different mm-hmm. terminology. Yeah. Um, so, is, for Holton, this is, yeah, he gets to play in another game, but more so, Bryce, is it just about being around like that week leading up to it, around scouts, coaches, like continuing yeah, the I mean, network? They, oh, for sure. So, I mean, the thing they said to us in the senior ball is honestly, um, the week of practice is more important than the game. Um, so you want to have a really good practice, um, you know, during that. And then also, it's depending on how they run it in NFLP, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I had the Cowboys coaching staff and my other buddy was with, they had the Jacksonville, and he said Jacksonville was like they, it was like a, and it was still a neat time, but the Jacksonville was kind of more relaxed and chill and stuff. Cowboys, my gosh, I felt like I was in training camp. And I mean, it was, it was a tough little gig there for that for that week, but it's all everything leading up to it was exciting and everything you had to experience. 
Um, so, you know, the fact that Holton gets to go on a second, you know, all-star thing is, you know, he's having, a, I'm sure he's having a great time and getting to, you know, experience a lot of things. And then, to, you know, to an NFLPA bowl game. So that's um, exciting and a big deal. And just allowing him to get, you know, exposure, I'm sure, you know, he's wanting to get as much exposure as he can and, you know, prove himself. So it's uh, congratulations to him to um, be invited and then to obviously get um, accept, accepting that. So it's cool. Noah, uh, which by the way, if you missed a great uh, interview with Noah Henderson, very, really interesting guy, born in Iceland. Mm. Uh, his mother was in the military, so he uh, traveled around, went a lot of different places. Uh, didn't play football until he was uh, a sophomore or junior in high school, mm-hmm. he said. So, uh, But we have that interview for you uh, via podcast, YouTube, Facebook. Check that out. But he said that uh, got some, some interesting questions, a lot of non-football questions, nothing too wacky. But he said that they wanted to know just, I guess, the kind of person he is, background, mm-hmm. things like that. Like, do you... Do you remember that? Oh, they stuff? poke and prod. They yeah. poke and prod you. Well, that was at the comment, but they poke and prod you. I mean, they ask all sorts of random questions. I mean, even um, after the PA bowl, or like after your All Star bowls, or this whole process, he's probably getting calls from scouts, and they'll ask everything: what your parents do, your brothers do, what do you like to do? I mean, they ask. They try and get to know you as best as they can. So. Um, I guess it's an interesting process. They try to know you as best you can by asking very odd questions that yeah. don't seem like mm-hmm. they would get to know you oh, with yeah. those answers. But oh, I know. Oh, I guess... crap. Oh, crap. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Bryce, you okay? <laughs> Bryce. Get him, uh, get him a water. <laughs> Wait. I believe he has a cramp. We don't. Do we have Wait. water? I think it's going away. Huh? <laughs> you all right? I think it's going away. What's wrong? Hey, is there any water in the fridge? Oh, God. Is there water? I don't I don't no, believe we have. Oh, no. Dang. Bryce, we don't have, we don't have any water. <laughs> Dang, gummit. You okay there, Troy, much? man, that's two weeks in a row. You ain't got no water in the you, fridge. You ain't had any water in two weeks? Two weeks? It's amazing no you're water. alive. Whew, I think it's going away. Okay. Chandler got it. All right. Did he go get me some Chandler, water? get him some uh, out of the back of the commode. Yeah, lift the commode, the tank. Lift the back. water. And get him some water. Oh, I Man. think it's going away. All right, Man, good. I really wish we had some water in the fridge during these shows to get dehydrating hot. I don't know when to take my sip because we don't have a clock. Ah. Hey, it's right. Hey, it's raining outside. I can take a cup and like maybe you put it, it under the gutter. Go, put it under the spout. All right. If you need filtered water, there's a fish tank. Hold on. Did you say I don't know when to take my sip because there's yeah. Not a clock? Well, if you don't notice, so, uh huh. We need yeah. We need some water. Uh huh. But you and a clock as well. And a clock. You know, okay. if you look at my past shows, I take a sip of water every five minutes, but. One, we don't have water. <laughs> Two, we don't have a clock. So I don't know what this is. Time. This is Bryce's last week of Fire Radio. It could be his last week on this earth if we don't have some water in him. Water. Oh my God, you scared the mess out of me. <laughs> okay, A, I certainly hope that for social media purposes, this gets replayed as hot audio slash hot video because to see him hop up out of the chair the way you did is hysterical number one number two i will say i did let powers that be know that we were out of water so we i don't know what happened i actually thought we had water in the back so i don't know what happened so ladies and gentlemen one of the greatest actors of our generation bryce williams wait did he fake the entire thing that was a bryce williams production (laughs) 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah. Well yeah, I had no done. idea. Yeah, I thought it was real. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, Bryce. You got him. And I just got a text. Tell Bryce I'm getting water tomorrow. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Tomorrow, Bryce. Can you hang on till then? I'm going to try till next Tuesday. I don't have water ever. Just once a week from here. <laughs> this is where you get your water. Oh, that needs to be served up. Clip cramp. <laughs> That's what I heard was cramp. And I Bryce was like, Williams, what? man, what a what a what a job. Uh, Have you taken any like acting classes or anything? No. It had to be that time out in L.A. where you were with the Rams. I yeah, you know they just little side gig during you know away games. <laughs> you know, Bryce cooked that up himself, man. Wow. Yeah. Bravo. I need some water, though. <laughs> and a clock to time your sips. I never, sip. I never knew you timed your sips. For his role in cramp, <laughs> Bryce Williams. <laughs> this is Bryce's first award. I've seen a lot of people get cramps. All you do is straighten that leg, grab the hammy, and hop. I hadn't had an old, uh, an old um, one like where you're you're like sleeping like middle of the night oh, yeah. charlie horse good god man those yeah. are brutal yeah oh, and you have, have to those. get up and walk it out and mm-hmm. it's like man yep i get them in my calf sometimes yeah too. oh I feel- <laughs> we could have seen chandler's <laughs> so what did he you was, do dude, when you chandler? went out in the hall you knew he didn't have water so what did you go do i i went to go double check <laughs> I, I was like scared for his life i was like i, I gotta find some his water face somewhere. looked so concerning so you know why that makes me feel good i couldn't right. see shirley but i'm sure she was concerned we were I think Shirley was laughing at you Chandler was trying to uh, to help you out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's raining outside. Like it might take a while, but I can get like a cup and like I, you I said, put it under the gutter. <laughs> Give him a little sip by the end of the show. Every drop counts, Chandler. <laughs> I was Give a mi- me a sponge. I was a start- mixture of amused <laughs> and wring it out in your mouth. I was a mixture of amused and concerned. <laughs> Have you got a wool rag? <laughs> Wow, what a performance. Uh, I was actually thinking, is my water bottle in the car? Because I might have some water in the car. Get this man some H2O. All right. Oh, boy. So we will have water for Bryce next week? I'm guessing so. I mean, that's what... Powers that be responded saying that they were going to get water tomorrow. There you go, Bryce. Make a demand. Don't uh, have water. Don't have a clock. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the recipe for disaster for Bryce Williams. (laughs) All right, Shirley, let's uh, open up the booty bag. Mm. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Not only do you get this acting display from Bryce Williams, you also get a treat from your friends at Pirate Radio. Shirley, what are we giving away today? See, not only do you get like a mini movie if you join the cult of Pirate Radio, you also get free stuff. Smash the like button. $15 gift card to Wings over Greenville. Oh, man. That helps with cramps, I heard. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that would help me out. Uh, 317-1250. What caller? We 12. Call 12. Call now. 317-1250. We're back with more after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Randy Hobbs of Winterville. Picked up a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville's got you covered with no third party needed. They have their own in-house delivery service and be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead on their mobile app. And they are open till 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, so they have everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We're going to have to start putting Bryce in more of our Pirate Radio videos. Who knew he had the acting chops? That was outstanding. <laughs> he won a, hey. a supporting actor award for... <laughs> hey, boys, look out for that cougar. Yeah, he won a supporting actor. Have you but, had people come up to you, Bryce, and say, say the line, say the line? <laughs> Man, you know, not yet. <laughs> He's eating dinner with his wife at a restaurant. Price, could you just say it say one time? Line. One time for my Hey, kid. boys, look out for that cougar. <laughs> Walking into that one in, in Farmville where we always bump into each other. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man, I can't even eat. Peace. I know. Jeez. Uh, Josh just tweeted, what are y'all doing to Big Bryce? Get that boy some water. And tweeted out the video. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Bryce, uh, soldiering through, man. We appreciate uh, you doing uh, it. Of course. I'll, I'll do what I can. Labor of love. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go uh, Pirate Radio Outdoors, Bryce. I'm going to save you a little time this week. We we had to speed round it last week. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, we've been... Um, you, you talked about your duck hunting venture last the, week. Last that was Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Um, well, I was, went home to um, Winston, obviously, for Mom's birthday for the you know for the weekend well i know i've been on the mission trying to find a so i guess i've been doing a lot of prep this week right so i'm thinking oh man you know i haven't bought a firearm in a while and i have a it's a harrington richardson topper model for uh 158 and a 12 and a 20 i'm like well i need it in a 410 so i was like well let me uh call around to all the gun stores around here to see if they got them well sure enough nobody had them i'm like yeah be kidding me you know it's a single shot 410 just old school thing well fortunately there was a gun show this weekend and i said well dad you want to go to a gun show he said well of course like this is what i got my own so try to speed up a little bit you know i'm walking through the vent through the tables we get there right when it opens made my circle around the perimeter tables sure enough there's one right there and i'm like oh this is what i want but i haven't seen the middle section you know i haven't been through the middle section yet right and so I was like, man, what we take on it? We worked up a price. He said, well, text, I'll text my cousin, and uh, I'll see if he did, if he takes his price. If so, I'll put it on the table. I'll kind of make him around. I'm, I'm gone for like an hour looking out for everything else. Have not found a single one. Long story short, came back. Thank goodness that guy still had it for sale. <clears throat> Purchased that because that was the only one out of that whole. Because that's the fairgrounds went sale like one of the big arenas. And that was the only... Model 140, 158 
in a four ten, you know, four ten single shot out of the whole thing. And uh, I purchased it. So, by the way, yeah. you had an off-air story last week about trying to purchase something that was for sale, and you thought you had a deal to make that purchase, and oh, it didn't go through. Yeah, yeah. So when you're telling me that story, I'm like, uh, I hope that didn't happen to him again. Oh no, no! Thank goodness, <laughs> thank goodness. Because yeah. I was trying to, you know, I was like, you know, I should have just bought it then. Because yeah. the whole time I was walking around, I said, man, if I'm going to let... Because there's only a $20 difference from what I agreed on versus right. what he did. And I'm like, if I let $20 make this sale not happen, because I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go find what else is out there. You know, because obviously a bird in the hands were two in the bush. And I had the bird right there. And I was like, no, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to try to find a better deal. And sure enough, there was not one single thing even close to it. Not even, I don't think, another 410 in that whole center section of the gun show. You know, but thank goodness it was still there when I got there, and I scooped it right up. So that was a good thing. So obviously I can use that for squirrel, rabbit. I may get bold because it's a full choke. I may get bold and see if I can shoot a turkey. You never know. And the single shot makes it cool. And um, so that's you know a sort of prep thing. And then obviously we got the new property. My father-in-law bought the new property last year. And I've been prepping it for the deer, and um, we are now cutting one big main road through the middle of the property that way i can access it more one we can you know we can access it more for riding and whatever and also more deer stand locations so that's going on yesterday he wasn't able to get there today should be done these are like your off-season workouts oh yeah (laughs) yeah because if you don't get ready Mm -hmm. during the off-season then oh yeah you ain't gonna be ready when it comes yeah exactly so that's going on and so then he's going to do some stuff in the shooting lanes I got now so I can prep that for getting soil, you know, good soil in there for food plots. And, hey, the prep starts now, you know. Prep starts now. So that's what's going on. Just a lot of prep work. But hopefully we'll be duck hunting, goose hunting this week or fishing. So hopefully have some live action. So we'll see. All right. Uh, Bryce, Pirate Radio Outdoors. Yep. Is it gonna ever like get cold? Cold? Probably you know, February I don't know. or something. I would hope this. Like today, my buddy went duck hunting, which wasn't cold, cold, but of course it was raining, wind was blowing, cloudy. Wouldn't it be a perfect day for duck hunting. Sure enough, they shot the ducks up. Two buddies did actually, and of course I didn't go. I'm always a day late, dollar short. Sometimes I don't want to say that all the time, but I'm like I'm duck hunting when I should be fishing. I'm fishing when I should be duck hunting. <laughs> but you know, I gotta take it when I can. Yeah, there you go. So. Um, are y'all ready for snow? I don't know. Do you like snow? You just want to be. I cold. like it like one time, I, yeah. I guess, and then yeah. just to see it. Say we, we saw it. Are we expecting to have some this year? Well, I, I mean, know, maybe I, there I, were supposed I, to be some flurries last, uh, over the weekend. I feel like February is going to like just get probably brutal for a week or something. But yeah. like, because well, like this week, tomorrow the high is sixty-eight. Thursday seventy-five. What in the world? Yeah, snow flurries this weekend? No, 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 no. Oh. So like it's, it's going to remain mild and hottish. Mild but I know hottish, yeah. going out to Clark LeClaire Stadium. Oh yeah, oh, like be that colder. first month. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Brutal. Mid-February is going to yeah. be brutal. Yeah. Like those the Jungle guys, they have their heaters and stuff. Yeah, and everybody's just wrapped around those heaters, and mm-hmm. it's brutally cold. Yeah, let's take our uh, last break. We'll come back uh, a little more, bit more for you here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back after these words. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a rough day for the Dow today. It dropped 391 points, finished out at 33,910. The Nasdaq was up 15, however, at 11,094. And the S&P was down just eight points, closed out the day at 3,990. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty. Getting ready to wrap it up here on a Tuesday. Taking a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. I think i have a game highlighted chandler and i probably would have highlighted the previous games nc state played and picked against them and lost and i might go right back to that well tonight because they're six point favorites at georgia tech now i know georgia tech isn't good they're eight nine one and six in conference play but nc state 14 and four four and three they've won three in a row like it just feels like this would be one they lose, right? If you if you look at the history, this could be the down. This is gonna be the disappointing game, right? They, they beat Duke. They beat uh, who? They beat another ranked team, I believe, over the weekend. Uh, our guys, the, the U. U. They beat Miami on so, Saturday. So now they play this lowly Georgia Tech team on the road. They're favorites on the road. We talk about this in football too, like. They go on a streak of games, yeah. big big wins, and we're like, all right, there's got to be a disappointing game for the whole pack. In this case, I think it could be denied against the Yellow Jackets. And I don't know anything about Georgia Tech. I'm going to be honest. I'm just going historically NC State let down. So give me uh, Georgia Tech what's plus their, six. Uh, well, I don't want to make you do that. but I was just going to say, what's their future schedule? Maybe there's one better than Georgia Tech, but it could, it could be denied. No, I mean, the, if there's going to be a letdown, it's, it's probably going to be against this team. Let's see if they have a look ahead coming up. Um, yeah, only at North Carolina this weekend. This is a perfect setup for a loss tonight for State. They're looking ahead. Give me Tech plus the, maybe Moneyline. Oh, baby! <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, Houston in action tonight. Good game uh, at Tulane. As uh, the number one team in the country, Houston, will go to New Orleans. Kansas at Kansas State texas at iowa state and of course we talked about clemson seven and zero in the league they'll try to get to eight and tonight when they take on wake forest wake forest a four-point favorite at home against those 19th ranked clemson tigers bryce thanks for hanging out thanks hopefully we'll have some me. water for you uh, next week man i'm parched and cramped yeah i uh, hopefully you make it do i need to follow you home to make sure you make it uh, it was my damn throttle leg um <laughs> so, oh no not throttle so, leg well um i was we'll wondering see. about that i was yeah. like please don't be the throttle leg it's the throttle leg throttle. and the brake hey, leg what's wrong with bryce he hurt his throttle leg <laughs> <laughs> he got a throttle leg injury uh we'll see you next week bryce 
enjoyed oh, okay. it okay thank y'all for having me shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt we'll see you fine folks wednesday three o'clock for an all-new edition of pirate radio live we'll talk to you then so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation